0: and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me, live on the show and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over the mainstream media, social media everywhere. And where do I start? Oh man, the whole student loan debt situation has been blocked, at least temporarily by the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. Federal judges said, "Now nah, you can't do that. And this is in response to six states who have filed suit against the Biden administration saying they can't do this. We'll talk about that a little bit more, a little bit later. Also, Liz Truss resigns as Prime Minister of UK after just 44 days in office. It was just crazy because she was the replacement for Boris Johnson, who also quit earlier this year, back in July. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. Also, there's a brand new quote-unquote homeless shelter that's not for people that are actually really homeless. This shelter is for illegal aliens, single male, single adult male illegal aliens coming into the USA through Mexico from a southern border. Very interesting. You got regular homeless people, some of whom may be veterans, down on their luck, regular normies that do not live in such posh conditions. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, Ulta Beauty signed on to trans men to speak about quote unquote girlhood. We'll talk about that. Kanye West says, Birch's parlor. And also we got to talk about that viral video for Kansas city and the firefighter. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL live. And I thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you enjoy what you are hearing thus far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. We got a whole lot going on. We got controversy. We got some, uh, a lot of other videos you have not seen yet. If you follow my Twitter, you may have seen me favorite some stuff, some some good videos for you guys. I got a lot of buy-in, um, literally falling hey, sleep at right the wheel. He's like if if he was driving the car, it'd be off the road. Just you know, in, in the in the little um in the grooves part. No, you go off the road a little bit. Here, that brrr, he, that was pretty much Joe Biden during the interview on television. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But first and foremost, again, thank you all for being here. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me. I appreciate y'all for that. And shout out to the sponsors. You guys know how I do. Shout out to my particular websites anthonyblogan.com, that is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, that letter bloga com. You go to the front page, you're able to find articles for each video that I write. So whenever, keyword whenever, I post a video, I write an article that goes with it. So if there's ever any question like, hey, where'd you get that fact from, ABL? Where'd you get that from? I will always cite my sources, always. And you can see everything that I say, where it comes from, right there, in the description of each article. Sometimes there's videos I can't play. Sometimes there's audio I can't play. Whatever it is, it'll be on the website, anthonyblogan.com. You can also find my contact information on the website, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. So if you want my email address, it's my snail mail address to so send me things in the mail. And shout out to you guys send me things in the mail. I appreciate y'all. And also email. Please don't spam me though. But also you can find my social media platforms, my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, All that's right there on the website, anthonyblogan.com. And what else we got? Oh, ablmerch.com, of course. We got the hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website, ablmerch.com. Check it on out right now. And, of course, shout out to the flag people, the flag manufacturers, bhedesigns.com, links in the box. And then also go to PatriotPost.us, the best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. And all these links will be in the box below this video and also on the podcast if you're listening there, which is a great segue into my next advertisement. Listening to an audio podcast right now, you could be watching it in a video, watching an audio, whatever it is. If you want to hear this podcast and audio only, go to your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitch, or Anchor. A link for that will be in the description box. Or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. And this episode listening to right now, if you're watching live on the YouTubes, it'll be available at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So this is Eastern Time. And tomorrow, meaning this is Saturday right now. So that would be 8 a.m. tomorrow, which, which would be Sunday morning you have this, you have it available at your fingertips for hundred percent free audio only. So you may not want to play back the video version to save on bandwidth, or if you're in the vehicle, all you want is audio. You don't need the video. Go to your favorite audio streaming platform. And now we'll pop right on up. Subscribe to ABL live over there. And also give me a five star rating. Give me a review, do whatever you can on all these platforms where you hear this particular podcast being pumped into your eardrums. Now, where do we begin? I'm going to talk about the whole thing in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I will talk about that. And thank y'all for the beard compliments. I always, it, it's, it's, it goes right here to the heart. You know, I cherish it. Thank y'all. And I'm sorry I was not here on Wednesday. I just be busy sometimes. But I am back. And I'm going to try to not miss many more shows. So thank y'all for being patient with me. But, We're talking about the whole thing, Kansas City. We will get to that, but I want to get to that a little bit later so we have more people to come in who can hear that particular piece of content and not miss it. So where do I start? I kind of want to start with Kanye West. Let's start right there. Let's get straight into it. So Kanye West has been on kind of a – I'm not sure what you would call what he's been doing. Kanye has just been doing a lot of talking on a lot of different platforms, you know, a whole whole lot of talking – on a lot of different platforms and I've, I'll still hold to what I said about Kanye West a while ago. Kanye to me is like Jordan Peterson. And what I mean by that is when they talk, you got to kind of dismiss a lot of what they say. Meaning I'm not saying that what he's saying is unimportant or he's just somebody you shouldn't listen to. I'm not trying to say that, but what I'm saying is there's so much information there that it may not be relevant to you and what you actually need. If you hear Kanye West for three hours talking straight, you may be able to use 20 minutes of it for your personal life. That's kind of how he is. Jordan Peterson, same way. I saw Jordan Peterson in Nashville live. It was him and Dave Rubin were there. This was years ago. I saw them. It might've been 2018, 2019. I know it was before the scamdemic, right? So, I'm listening to this man talk on stage, and it was like he was rambling, but at the same time, you gotta pay attention because in a 45-minute ramble, he'll have moments of pure brilliance. That's Kanye, that's Jordan Peterson. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't have that much time to parse through three-hour podcasts that he does on everybody's platforms. So it's kind of hard. Shout out to you guys that uh chop the videos up and give us the highlights. Man, you guys are a godsend, really, because without you, I don't know what I would be doing. Because there's just too much to listen to, too much to take in, and then try to get the good parts. But anyway, now, as far as Kanye being anti Semitic, I don't know about that. I think Kanye, what happens with Kanye is kind of what happened to me when I was much younger. You see, when you get all the information, a lot of new information, um, a lot of times if you go down a, a rabbit hole on YouTube or TikTok or wherever you are consuming content, you take so much content in, it's hard for you to really make sense of it. So, when you are talking to somebody, you spew out all the content you have in your mind. Okay, Jews this and Jews that, and just a bunch of stuff. Now, like I said, I don't know about it being anti Semitic, but he could say so many different things to where somebody will hear it and make it be something that it may not be intended to be. Not necessarily. And if you notice, Kanye, he'll talk about a certain thing for a while and stop. The whole Jewish thing, he'll stop doing that soon. Not because he thinks he's wrong necessarily, but because he's bored and wants a new topic to discuss. We'll talk about black Hebrew Israelites and 5% Nation and whatnot. Flat Earth might be next. I'm just saying he's so open-minded and so, um, I won't say malleable, but very open-minded. You could be too open-minded and taking everything to where you get confused yourself. You take all the information in, and you get kind of lost in your own mind. That happens. I've been there right where he's at, so I can empathize with what he's going through. But anyway, so Kanye, um, what did he do? Oh, Kanye bought Parler. Now, Parler sucks. So does any other Twitter clone. True social also sucks. Gab sucks. Why? It's because they're they're the exact same thing as Parler. There's no difference. It's the exact same thing. Like, I mean, they're they're all all the same as Twitter, not Parler. Parler, But they are poorly optimized clones of Twitter. If you're going to have a new social media platform, it needs to be something different other than what exists. That's how you get it to be popular. TikTok became very popular. Why? Because it was doing something different other than what other platforms are doing. Yes, I know TikTok is Chinese, but it has nothing to do with it. There are plenty of clones of social media apps that come from um, from, from China that are just like Twitter, that are just like YouTube, that are just like Facebook. Why aren't they as popular as Twitter, Facebook, YouTube? It's because they don't do anything different. But TikTok did something different. That's just what it is. Somebody says, if, if you if you like Gab and you like True Social, hey, I'm happy for you. I'm not trying to say don't. Aban- I'm not trying to say abandon those app- those apps. But the problem is, you might like it, but it's only five of you guys that like it. Compared to Twitter, Twitter is where it happens, and Facebook is still the king. Honestly, still even till this day, even with TikTok and all that kind of stuff taking over, Facebook is still the king. But that's a different story, anyway. They don't have the reach or the people, the community, or the. They, they don't have what Twitter has. It is what it is. Twitter is probably the best. Like, I use that as, as a search engine to find certain videos that I can't find anywhere else. True social, all these places, they can't really do with it. They, they can't compete. They're not even on the app store half the time. It's just. So, my point, just getting back to the point, Kanye West has purchased Parlor. Now, the reason why he did it is probably, well, there's probably two reasons why he did it. One main reason, but two reasons, in my humble opinion. The first is because he's been censored a lot on social media. The anti, quote unquote, anti-Semitic stuff. Um, Just a bunch of random things he said about different things. People get offended and they want to ban you. They want to block you. They want to remove posts. They're censoring him because he's saying things that are deemed to be offensive. Now, I may not agree with things being defensive, but that's not my my decision to make. That's up to the people that run Twitter and Facebook and Instagram or whatever. So as a result of being censored, maybe even restricted or blocked or deleted, he's like, okay, I'm going to buy Parler and make that be a platform where I can have free speech and say what I want to say, do what I want to do. Also, the second reason is because Parlor is owned by George Farmer. Or pardon me, I got to be right. I don't want to say the wrong thing and get sued. Parlor is owned by a company that's owned by George Farmer. And George Farmer is married to Candace Owens. Candace Owens and Kanye, are, they're, they're tight, they're close, they're good friends. So it makes sense for him to be talking on the phone with Candace or at a premiere, like he was at the premiere of... Um, the BLM funeral, right? It makes sense for him to be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm having the issue with Twitter. They're censoring me. I'm gonna start my own platform. I'm gonna do my own thing, and it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be um, the the Kanye version of Twitter, right? Yay Space. I'm gonna make Yay Space, and it's gonna be lit. So Kenneth is right there, and so is George. They're like, "Hey, you know what? We got a platform for you. It's called Parlor. You want to buy it? All right, bet." Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what happened. I was not there at the premiere. I don't know them like that. But, I mean, just put two and two together, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because why wouldn't you just buy a different platform? Why wouldn't you buy Gab? Why wouldn't you partner with Trump on True Social? Why wouldn't you start your own Twitter clone? You got the money. Why not do it? It's because it's an easy thing for them just to say, okay, I'll buy your company from you. You my friend. Okay, I'll buy yours. That's that's probably what's going on. Right. Is Ray J on true social? See, I had no idea. And, you know, the the crazy part about social media is that. There could be. okay. so let's say Trump, he's on true social, right? Or better. Let's let's go back to Kanye and use that example. So Kanye abandons all social media and goes to true social. There could be an account on, let's say, Instagram, for example, that reposts all of Kanye's truth um, uh, parlor posts. They repost all of Kanye's parlor posts on Instagram. That account right there, that's not even an official account. That's not Kanye at all. That's not endorsed by him. That's not regulated by anybody. That account could have more followers than Kanye himself on parlor because of the reach that Instagram has versus a parlor. Again, if you want to have a social media platform, alternative media platform, you got to do something different other than what they do. Prime example, if I was just to repost all um, PBS clips and I was a clone of PBS reposting their same content, why would you watch me? If I have their exact same, I I need to have original content. Original content. I can't be a clone of somebody else. If you hear my voice and you hear another guy at the same time, it's confusing, there's no point in listening to me, it doesn't make any sense. You got to have an original platform TikTok, original Instagram, original Facebook, original uh, YouTube, original Twitter, all of that, original. I remember when Twitter first came out in 2008. I remember this like of yesterday. I was in my office back when I had the ad agency, and it might have been out before that, it might have been out a couple years before that, but I remember when it was first getting cracking. And people were talking about it a lot. It was like a, a viral type of thing. It was had a lot of buzz behind it. And I remember, like, what is this? I didn't know how to use it. It was something totally different. It was something brand new I'd never seen before. That's what drew me to even want to use it at all. But if it's the same thing as what I already have, then there's no draw. There's no purpose. So it is what it is. But, yeah, we're, we're going to see what goes on with uh, Kanye. I hope Kanye is able to just... Center himself and figure out where he wants to go, because I see in him what I was going through when I was like in my mid 20s. And I'm not trying to play him like he's a, a little boy or a child or something like that, because anybody anybody can go through this. Anybody can go through this at any point in their life. You could be 80 years old and go through some kind of developmental change. It probably won't happen at that age, but it could, I suppose. But in my mid-20s, I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to be a Nation of Islam member? Do I want to be Black Hebrew Israelite? Do I want to be regular normie, blue pill, go back in the matrix? Do I want to be liberal, conservative? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be? You know, what 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 do, how am I going to go forward in my life? I feel like Kanye's pretty much right there. You're hearing them talk, I, I hear that. Or it could be he's, he's being manic, I don't know what's going on. But I I support Kanye. I'm not going to be the kind of guy that turns his back. Trevor Noah said something really kind to Kanye West. And I don't think Trevor Noah supports. um, I don't think Trevor Noah supports necessarily the things that Kanye is saying. But I think he understands where Kanye is coming from. Let's see if I can find that clip right quick. And, you know, I got to give Trevor Noah his credit. Trevor Noah, I'm not a fan of his, but if he says a thing that I like, I'm going to just say, you know what? I appreciate the fact that he said that. I agree with that particular thing. Do I like Trevor Noah necessarily? Like, would I, would I dance at his wedding? Not necessarily. But if he said something that was right, he said something that's right, and it is what it is. So let me put it on the screen right quick. Matter of fact, this is on the Shade Room, but I think it's on his, his, his daily show, obviously, on Comedy Central. I might not be able to play the entire thing as far as the video because reasons, you know, Comedy Central being Comedy Central. But let's play some of this right here and we'll keep on going. Okay, look at some sound, that, that, could, that could work. Kanye West, I was concerned about Kanye West. Hold on. So it's kind of hard to play at the beginning because
1: you gotta catch it. But what he says is that I don't have beef with Kanye West. With Kanye West, I was concerned about Kanye West. <laughs> And no, and genuinely I mean this because if somebody says to me or to anyone that they have a mental health issue and they say to everyone that when they don't take their medication, they're unable to control themselves and then everyone ignores when that person is having an episode and they haven't taken their medication and then they they platform the person and then they they, they put them out. I I sometimes think it's a little, um, it's a little to be honest with you. I was never beefing with Kanye West. I was concerned about Kanye West. (laughs) And And if you see in any of the comments I said about him, I'm concerned, definitely. I grew up loving Kanye West. There are a few hip-hop artists who have shaped how I see music. It's not beefing with somebody. I don't have beef with a human being who has expressed openly that they're dealing with a mental health issue. I don't have beef with that human being. What I have beef with is us as society not coming together around a person and going like, hey, 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 maybe this is not the moment to put a microphone in your face so that you just go off saying everything. If this is what you wanna say when you're on your medication, then, then that's a different story. But because you've told us that, I'm not gonna sit by and say that. So if he wants to process it as beef, I understand it. I've never had beef with him. I'm still playing college dropout. I'm still playing the music. I still love the man that I think he is. Even if- so, I mean, that was
0: diplomatic, I would say. Okay, I don't love uh, Trevor Noah, obviously. We're different as far as political ideology, but I thought that was pretty thoughtful to say, you know what, I don't have beef with Kanye. I mean, I like Kanye's music. I like the Kanye that I grew up on. I think it's just unfair, and it's kind of gross to put a microphone on his face when you know that he's had mental health issues. He says, you know what, I have mental health issues. I have problems, and sometimes I have episodes. He says. He says this. And people just don't care. It's like, oh, whatever. I put a microphone in your face and say whatever you want to say. And then I'm going to get mad at you if you say a thing that I know could be influenced by your mental health situation. Maybe you say something true. Maybe you say something false. But I know you probably don't You probably don't want to say these things if you were in your right state of mind. So what he said right there, I agree with. I, I agree with 100%. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much what that is. But yeah, that was Trevor Noah, if you didn't know from the 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 Daily Show, and Trevor Noah, he will be gone from that show soon. He's resigning. I wonder what he what he's going to do next. Is he going to be more on this left type stuff, or is he going to be more center of the road? Because I would presume if you are on Comedy Central, and you know who that's owned by Viacom, right? And who owns Viacom? Is it um is it still uh, uh um Redstone, something of the Redstone. Anyway, I'll presume they'll want him to attack Kanye because of the anti-Semitic comments, but he didn't do it. So that was very good on Trevor Noah. That's probably why they don't want him to be on the actual network anymore because he's not doing what they want him to do. And it's not even about the, the control. If you have a, a network TV show, you have bosses. It don't really matter who the bosses are. They could be Jewish. They could be black. They could be white. If you're not saying what they want you to say, or doing what they want you to do, then you are expendable. It's time for you to go. That's just the nature of the business, which is why I never wanted to be part of a network. I don't care who the people were running it. I don't care what their ethnicity is, what what their color is. I want it to be my own thing. Some of the guys are saying, hey, ABO, why don't you go on Fox and get a show? Why don't you go on The Blaze and get a show? It's like, why would I do that? And give up my freedom, give up my ability to do kind of what I want to do. There's some restrictions as far as YouTube.com, but not as many as what it as what it would be on a Comedy Central. I cannot do what I do on Comedy Central, not even Fox News. Fox News, they got uh, a they them on there. They got Caitlyn Jenner, also known as Big Bruce. Now, could I go on Fox News and call Caitlyn Jenner Big Bruce? Okay, we, we on the panel, right? We on, we on the five. And then I'm on there across from Caitlyn Jenner. And I say, yo, what up, Big Bruce? Can I say that on Fox News? I don't think so. But I can say it right here, which is why I want to be more independent and not be part of some kind of big establishment type thing where they could control what you say and do. Nothing against anybody that's on those platforms because we need all the platforms. I just wish that these platforms would be more fair to conservative people. Nothing against the guys that are on on Fox News. But I know me personally, I couldn't be there because I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So we'll see what Trevor Noah does in the future. But if you like what you are hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That that helped me out uh, tremendously. And we got uh, quite a few things on deck. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Ulta Beauty, shall we? Now, Ulta Beauty, what they did was. Um, <laughs> They hired two adult males, biological XY males, Twig and Berry males, to host a podcast on girlhood. Now, first of all, girlhood, how are you going to have adults talk about girlhood? Maybe if you got adult women, they could talk about their past as being girls, but how can two adult males speak about girlhood? One of the guys is Dylan Mulvaney, and by the way, Dylan Mulvaney is very popular. This dude has like ten million followers on social media. Um, they brought him to the White House, talk about trans issues, and, and check it out. Here, here's the funny part: Dylan Mulvaney is a, a a trans woman, I suppose, a biological XY male, built like a Lego block, right? The head looking like a straight Lego block, with a with a pair of suspension body. This person. Um, does TikTok, I, I suppose, and is a, a, a comedian. And I think the most recent one I saw, the per, he was saying, Day 222 of being a girl. So this guy just became, quote unquote, trans less than one year ago, and he's able to go to the White House off of that. It's funny how America is, right? Right now, during the Biden administration, it's a complete nuthouse, pun intended. But anyway, so Viacom sees the, the reach, the almost 10 million followers on social media, and they decide to have this guy on their podcast to speak about girlhood. And another person was on there with him that was, I guess you would say gender conforming. I'm not sure exactly what no. that means. But hold on. I'm, I'm going to play some of this. If you've already seen it or you've not seen it, whatever it is, and you're you and, you, and going to cringe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you cringing, but you, you got to just go through it. Part of life.
2: Now I know I can find love.
0: I know I can still be a performer. So let's, let's go back. This person right here is biological male. These eyes, I mean, good grief. Imagine waking up to that right there. You're looking like one of the characters from the movie Saw. You're looking like It the Clown you looking like Kathy Bates from, was that, Misery, where she smashed old dude's legs. Oh, man, fear right there. If this cat was in a horror movie, I'd be scared like I'm five years old again. But anyway.
2: I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. Yeah. And I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go. Because when I was grieving Boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to
0: me. That's why... They- so okay, this person right here is gender fluid, I suppose. That beard is amazing, sir. Can I get can I get some of your beard balm? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want the Beyonce lace front wig or the eyebrows or the eyelashes, but me me get, me get the beard up on you. Let me, me get your beard and take all the rest of this stuff over there. Okay. So yeah, this person has no gender, I suppose. And speaking of gender, there's a, there's a brand new pride flag. Matter of fact, before we, before we get done speaking about, um, but before we get done speaking about this situation, I'm going to go show you guys the brand new pride flag released by Microsoft. And I have a source to prove that it's not a fake thing. If you have epilepsy and I'm I'm being dead serious. If you have any kind of epilepsy or seizures and patterns or whatnot will trigger you, please be warned. This flag may do that. And I'm being 1000% serious. I'm not joking at all. So please be warned. You see if I can pull it up right quick. I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of a warning right now. Because when I saw this, I got a little bit dizzy. I ain't even gonna hold you. I got, I got dizzy when I saw it. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm getting dizzy right now. Looking at looking at this flag. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna give you guys the GitHub. So here is the flag. This is Microsoft's brand new Pride flag. And it says created by the LGBTQIA plus people. I, I read that right. I did not make it up. I was not just saying LGBTQ elemental P. They literally wrote LGBTQIA plus. They wrote that on their actual website. Created by the LGBTQIA plus people at Microsoft. This flat represents 40 different individual LGBTQIA plus communities with one powerful graphic that reflects the message of unity, solidarity, intersectionality. We're making it available here on GitHub for everyone to use and build on because pride should be open source. Learn more about pride at Microsoft. So they gave you guys an open source LGBTQ flag. This is nuts. <laughs> the the emojis in the chat. Okay, I'll, I'll take it off. The emojis in the chat are hilarious. <laughs> Vomit emojis, the, the twisting eyes. You guys are funny. I warned y'all about that. I, I really did. I warned you. I told you if you get epilepsy or something like that, or it may cause any kind of, hey, it, it's it's not really. Now, I'm, I'm going to read what they got going on. I'm going to put the flat back up. I'm going to just read some of this. Um. Okay, so it has all these different genders and stuff. So get get ready for it. Y'all, y'all ready for all these genders? I'm going to do my best to read them. So this flag combines 40 different flags from LGBTQIA plus communities around the world, including you ready Abrosexual, Ace Flux, Agender, and B Amorous, Androgynous, Arossi, <laughs> Aeroflux, Aromantic, Asexual, Bigender, Bisexual, Demifluid, Demigender, demigirl, Demiromantic, demisexual, gay, MLM, Venetian, gender fluid, gender flux, gender queer, gender questioning, gray, gray sexual, like the color gray, intersex, lesbian, uh, maverick, neutral, non-binary, omnisexual, pangender, pansexual, polyamorous, polysexual, transgender, trigender, two-spirit, progress, pride, queer, and unlabeled. And then look, I feel like if you if you got one of these going on, you just bored. You just bored, man. Like, come on, like how you get up one day and say, you know what, you know what I identify as? I identify as um, gender flux or maverick. That's what I identify as. How do you even get from point A to point B? What in the world is even happening? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not making it up. I promise. I'm on. I'm on GitHub. Like they got readme and everything. This, this they're dead serious. This, this, they're 100 from Microsoft. This ain't some kind of just random people that put it together. You're talking about Microsoft Windows. Okay. Like I'm using Microsoft products right now every day. I use Microsoft products every day. It's like the backbone of civilization, Microsoft. And this, this is what they put out. So, people say sometimes, hey, ABO, why are you covering these fringe topics? How is it fringe when Microsoft is putting it out? They put it on their Twitter page. They, they got a website for it. It's an open source flag. Employees of the actual company made it itself. Okay. So, Ivana says, unemployed on the list, hilarious. That, that should be one right there. Unemployed most certainly should be one of the genders. Okay. If you got triggered by the flag and you got a little bit um, uh, vomity or seasick, that should be a gender as well. All right. I don't even know what to call it right there. Okay. Exactly, uh, Sheree, your four boys Xbox right now, that's a Microsoft product, Xbox, exactly. The backbone of society putting this stuff out right here. Everybody uses Microsoft products all the time, Microsoft Windows, uh, Xbox, all that good stuff, right? So it's it's crazy, but that's kind of what's going on right now. With all this stuff. And I feel like what we what we're going through right now, people are just bored and they're gonna go back the other direction. That's what I that's what I believe. I think they're gonna go a different direction. Bye. Okay, and here's um going back to your man, your main man Dylan Mulvaney. Going back to him, this is part of Ulta's um podcast. Now, like I said in my video, I don't know a lot about Ulta. All that I know is, well, I might be with a young lady and she take me in the old to tell me some, yeah, I'll be in here right quick. I'm about to get something. And then 30 minutes later, I'm walking around in circles like a lost little boy trying to find his mommy. They're talking about, do you need any help, sir? It's like, do you think I need some help right now? Is is that what you think I need right now? Some help? I'm just in here with her because she's trying to get every shade of foundation or whatever y'all got going on under the sun. Eyelashes everywhere. Eyelashes all over the floor. Anyway, I'm getting triggered. So here is a trailer for their podcast season one. And by the way, I remember I was saying um, there should be federal regulation on podcasts. People unsubbed over that. It was like, it's a joke. That there shouldn't be any federal regulations or guidelines on a podcast. I was just saying that to be like, is everything a podcast? Must there be a podcast for everything? Are we going to get a janitor podcast? Are we going to get, um what, what else? Are we going are we, are we to get somebody that grows grass? Cutting grass is a different story. I like watching those videos, but are we going to get a grass seed podcast? Must there be a podcast for every single thing? Some things are cool, but this right here, I could do without.
2: Why can't we be friends? How does it feel to be in a bikini in your postpartum body? Yeah. It feels like I'm in my postpartum body in a bikini. We're going to pretend
3: yes. she's a tarot girlie. Yes! Yeah.
2: Just to contextualize how we're defining health, it's by a Belgian mathematician from 1830. Right.
3: But these curves are popping, though.
0: Beauty is creativity, baby. And let me be really queer. I think I said queer, but I meant clear. But no, whatever. That's let true, too. Let me be too. queer. Let
4: me be queer. Let me be really queer. <laughs>
0: I mean, is everybody LGBT? Now, there, there's, there's a scary man right there. That's that's hard. That's horrifying. That face, that's horrifying. That, that reminds me of um what's what's some man from the um the baseball team? I forget his name, but he would he give you that crazy smile all the time, even when he was not happy. Bobby Bob Valentino or Valent Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. Uh the crazy smile he'd give you all the time, even when he wasn't happy. That that's kind of who it reminds me of. Or it, the clown, or something like that. Horrifying. Okay, if he was part of a tribe in the wilderness and that smile came across, I'd be like, man, get your spear, get your knife, because it's going to be a battle to the bitter end. He's going to rip your head off of your shoulders. All right, but anyway. What kind of, like, who are we trying to market this kind of stuff to? You know, because I figure, if you talk, you're talk, talking about Ulta Beauty, there may be some men that go there for makeup and whatnot, but I think they probably want to see more people that look beautiful and whatnot with the makeup on, so they can aspire to be that. Why they gotta have like these, you know, hot dog eating normies on there, and everybody gotta be LGBT? I don't really understand. Okay, like what's what's really going on? Let me, let me, let me find that. Um, Bobby Valentine. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna find that. Um, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find that smile. Oh, okay. But I, I'll move on. I, I'm going to find that smile, then i move on. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give um, the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. I appreciate you if you did. And we will keep on rocking here. And what else we got going on? We, we got a few things happening. <laughs> scary Poppins. Yes, Scary Poppins. 100% correct. Oh, yeah, the, the Barbie pouch. That was crazy. Like, this guy, he had a bunch of tampons and talking. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I, I'll, I'll play that part right quick if you guys didn't see that in my video. Because that was the intro to my video. Because I first saw him on Twitter because somebody reposted one of his videos. I first saw him there. I'm, I'm going to play that part, and then I'll keep on moving. Because, you know, we don't we got all day. Oh, Hold on.
2: Day 75 of being a girl and I've been carrying around tampons and pads for the past two months, but I've actually never opened one up. So let's do it Woohoo! I thought the letter stood for small, medium and large based on the size of your Barbie pouch. Excuse but me. But After a Google, I found out it's actually the level of your flow.
0: Yeah, so that's that's your man right there. This this is this is who the Biden administration invites to the White House for some kind of roundtable talk. I don't even know what's going on. Basically to use him for his followers and tell them to vote Democrat. I guess that's pretty much what it is. But I will keep rocking and rolling here. I got to find that the baseball manager that had that crazy smile. I'll, I'll find that eventually. We'll keep on moving here. All right. Where, where are we going to go next? Where shall we go next? Oh, the New York City homeless shelter. Let's talk about that right quick. Well, not, not, a, not a homeless shelter. But um, a shelter for adult male migrants that have come south border. We, we, gotta, we gotta show that one right quick. So they got this brand new fancy place just for these uh, so-called migrants. Let me see if I can find another video where it shows it in full. There we go. Let's Let's play this one right here. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Shout out to, shout out to CBS right quick. And let's put this video on the screen. We got some sound. Asylum seeker crisis. How about illegal alien crisis? How about that? How about um, wait, a uh, um, financial migrant crisis? How about that?
2: the city's first migrant relief center is now just hours away from opening controversy temp- heated community debates and even a location change the city's first migrant relief center is now just hours away from opening the
5: temporary shelter will welcome asylum seekers starting tomorrow on Randall's Island and that's where CBS2's Tim McNicholas is live right now and Tim what are we looking at tomorrow Maurice and Christine, the city plans to temporarily house up to 500 migrants here, specifically single men, with the potential to add more later on if needed. We got an inside look at the shelter today. Hundreds of cots crowded together, a laundry room, a cafeteria that will serve food three times a day. City leaders say they'll also connect migrants. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's kind of go back to Legal services and medical area that will
0: serve food three times a day. Nice tables with, with with the condiments. You got ketchup and salt, pepper and mayonnaise and all that good stuff. Mustard. Like, what am I looking at here? Is, is it a restaurant or is it a homeless shelter?
5: I can't tell. City leaders say they'll also connect migrants to legal services and medical care.
3: The first thing we're going to do is have one of our staff members
5: go outside, to greet you. Dr. Ted Long works with New York City Health and Hospitals. We're gonna offer you food, snacks, water. You've come a long way, your
3: clothes are probably dirty, you probably haven't showered in some time. That's not the right mental state to
5: be in to determine where you want to be for the next several years of your life. There's also a recreation room with TVs, Wi-Fi, even an Xbox and a foosball table. The city says the shelters will be heated, and that's not all. You can also see that these structures are pretty robust. These structures themselves can withstand 90 mile per hour winds. Uh, The city initially planned to build a migrant camp at Orchard Beach, then rerouted their plans to Randall's Island due to flooding concerns. Immigration advocates like the Legal Aid Society and coalition. For the homeless, argue those same issues exist at Randall's Island. But city leaders say this location is less prone to flooding and closer to public transportation.
6: New York City is doing the best that we can to make sure that we are welcoming them. We're doing it in a way that's loving and caring.
5: Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine has been collecting donations for asylum seekers. In a phone call with CBS 2 today, he praised the facility but also called for ferry services and increased bus services for migrants. Now, between this and the Scrapped Orchard Beach plans, these migrant centers have cost the city more than $600,000 so far. City leaders have said that they plan to house migrants here for a few days at a time before they move on to other housing elsewhere, but it's not clear how or if the city would enforce a time limit. Live on Randall's Island, Tim McNicholas, CBS2 News.
0: So you get to come here illegally to the United States
1: all right tim you get,
0: you get xbox uh the, the brand new xbox flat screen tv structures are pretty robust whatever you want let's let's kind of go back and see if i can okay let's let's pause it right there so nice nice uh got lamps and nice little flooring and i see laptops right there it's a nice nice little spot okay got, you, got your xbox got your controllers ESPN get to watch uh, the the soccer game back home, watch, watch, watch football game back home. And if, if they didn't say it, they said they're going to have South American fare. It's going to be culturally appropriate. It's going to be something that they will love to eat three meals a day. I don't even, I don't even eat three meals a day. And I'm not some kind of illegal alien trying to quote unquote seek asylum. I don't eat that much, but you get to come here illegally and eat that much. They're trying, they're trying to fatten them up. Like what's going on? What's happening? And it probably will be you can just come as you please. Well, I'm not really sure about that because this kind of place right here, there are regular normies in the street that would actually hurt you to get here. Now I'm not even I'm not even, not even joking. There's guys that hurt you to get into the penitentiary. And the penitentiary is nowhere near as nice as this. So there's guys that are hurt you to get here. If they're on the street right now, they have nothing. Regular normies hurt you to get right here. How about veterans on the street? You got vets on the street without a dollar in their pocket that would love to be in a place like this, but it's only for single adult male illegal aliens. And they're, And the, the reason behind it is that they're saying they keep getting busloads of people that come to this particular place. But rather than being a sanctuary city, how about you send them back? Don't allow them to be right here. Don't give them these amenities. Don't do that. Because all you're going to do is just attract more of them right there. It's just like what they do in places like California, left coast, where they have all these actions to get rid of homelessness and poverty. All they're going to do is just attract more of that same kind of thing to their place. They're not going to eliminate poverty by having things that incentivize them to be in poverty, like the whole needle exchange program, anything like that. When they give them food, it's like feeding the cat. It was a lady in my old neighborhood back when I was in Virginia that would feed cats. You know, like a bona fide cat lady, right? There's a bunch of straight cats that would always be around her apartment. And she'd be outside every night with a plate of food feeding the cats. Now, one day, she doesn't feed the cats. She does not go outside. You hear the cats outside screaming. Rear! Like, where the food at, lady? Why are they doing that? It's because they become used to it. They want the food now. You be bringing the food every day. So they have no incentive to go and try to find food elsewhere. They're not going to go in the woods and try to get no, no mouse and no roach or nothing like that. They want the food you're able to provide for them right there on the spot. So yeah, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and get that. And if you don't do it, now we got a problem. That is what's happening right now, Left Coast, California, uh, New York City, any of these big liberal places like that where they got a bunch of crime on the streets, crackheads and homelessness, that's what's going on. It'd be a beautiful high rise building and then it'd be 35 crackheads camped out right in front. Okay. That's, that's kind of what's going on. They're being incentivized to be right there. You have these quote unquote NGOs that come through, give them all kind of food, give them free needles. And the reason why that happens is because the NGOs are getting paid. So it's a big grift. The grift is keeping them right there so groups can get money given to them so they can, give to the quote unquote homeless and get a piece off the top for their own personal pocket. That's kind of the black lives matter business model, except for the fact BLM does not give back. At least if you were NGO, at least you're giving back to the crackhead and keeping them incentivized to be on the streets. But BLM, what do they do? All they do is just destroy your neighborhood. Don't give anything back. They take all the money and spend it on themselves. Lavish vacations, real estate portfolio, Gucci, Louis, Prada, all kind of designer clothes, big fancy cars, all kind of stuff. The dude, Shalamaya Bowers, took ten million dollars. Like, what are you gonna do with that, sir? Well, get some more real estate. You're gonna go splurge. You're gonna go buy a, a rapper outfit. <laughs> you went. You went the rapper. The starter rapper kit, gold chain, and all kind of big, big, crazy, ridiculous car for no reason. I saw a young guy today driving a Maserati. I was hating a little bit. It's like you bought 25 years old with a Maserati. Where'd you get that from? But anyway, they want that kind of lifestyle for themselves, stealing this money from something that could be legitimate, but it's not legitimate. But anyway, I, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. How do you guys feel about illegal aliens getting all these benefits from local governments from the federales or whoever. My thing is people say, Oh, ABO, you got to be sensitive because they're coming over here. They're fleeing persecution. They're fleeing poverty. Well, I'm like, check it out. We got poverty right here. We got persecution right here in the USA. Okay. Try being a straight adult male, try being a straight adult white male, especially it's going to be difficult for you. Straight adult black male, difficult for you as well, but for different reasons. I think that straight adult black male and a straight adult white male have different problems, but are also facing some serious issues in the country. But the problems are vastly different. The problems with the straight adult black male is more personal community, family, that kind of thing. Straight adult white male is like the whole society is against you. And then you get a lot of these guys that are growing up as straight adult white males being told that they are, you know, they, they, they shouldn't be, and they, they shouldn't exist. And then you're wondering why they become LGBTQ, P It's not just because they were born that way. Nobody could tell me that this whole LGBT explosion is because they are born that way. A lot of these guys are just confused. They don't really know what they want to do with themselves. When I see a guy that's looking like Peyton Manning in the face, okay, the 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 same mouth, high forehead and everything, right? The same voice, Crazy Adams Apple, talking about I'm a they them. I'm like, all right. I mean, you could just be gay. I mean, maybe. Or maybe you're just confused. Maybe you want an identity and you don't know what to do because you've been told that you're not supposed to be this adult masculine male your whole life. So you grew up not wanting to be that. Now you're an adult and you're confused. This is why I'm against people like uh, Dwayne Waitson son or anybody's son, anybody's daughter, underage person taking any kind of medication that have changed themselves, puberty blockers, hormone blockers. Why are you taking that kind of stuff at 12 years old? How can anybody tell me that's okay? When You can't even get a tattoo at the age of 12. when You can't even drink alcohol at the age of 12. You can't drive a car. You You can't sign up for the military. You can't join professional basketball league. You can't go play baseball. You can't do anything like that on a professional level. You can't do certain things to your own body, but you can become transgender. How does it make any sense? And maybe at 12 years old, you just are kind of going through a phase, perhaps. Just maybe. I got a meme for you guys. It's a lighthearted meme, but it's going to drive my point home in a different kind of way. So so, so, check it out. Right? Whole, whole Little Mermaid thing, right? We've seen that. Oh, representation matters, all of that, and the third. Now, here is how I feel about it. If you guys can't see the meme, you have... Um, what's he like? The BoJack, the cartoon characters you got on the top. You have uh, different shades of black girls saying, "Now we can finally be represented." And then there's a picture of the new Ariel, the black Ariel, right? That's um, Holly Bailey. Shout out to Holly Bailey, though. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, though. I mean, just uh, just as a, as an aside, Holly Bailey is top tier. Like why? Anyway, but then on the bottom you have all races of men on earth. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever it is, and then they're saying, "Yes, that's literally me," speaking about uh, the Transformer, Optimus Prime. That was pretty much me back when I was a youngin. Okay, I was an Ninja Turtle, Optimus Prime. I was all of that, a Power Ranger. I ain't care nothing about no no color or nothing like that. I identified as a convert. I identified as an eighteen wheeler. With no trailer, that became an ultimate fighting machine. That's what I identify as. What race is a Mack truck? You tell me. Okay. Now, somebody say they don't get it. The the whole point is when men, most men, when we're young, we can identify with a thing and the race of the thing does not make a difference. You see? We don't care nothing about that. It's just like, okay, I identify as Optimus Prime. That's not a race. That's not a person. That's not, that's just something that is cool. But but the aerial thing is being displayed as, oh, you gotta have the exact race of this particular character to relate to people of that exact same race. But it wasn't like that when I was a kid. And care nothing about that. So yeah. Shout out to um that meme maker right there. That that was a fantastic meme. That, that was right on point. I forgot my point that I was making. I think I was talking about the LGBT situation. Yeah. So my point is, if at the age of eight, I identify as a Mack truck that became an ultimate fighting machine, maybe my parents shouldn't put me on any kind of medication to make me try to become that. Maybe they shouldn't install wheels on my legs and whatnot. Maybe they shouldn't put, um, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 a chassis or a... Um, a dashboard on my chest, windshield wipers and all that kind of stuff. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't put a transmission in my heart parts. Maybe they shouldn't do that. Maybe, should, maybe it just just let me be a kid and explore a little bit within reason, of course. But just be a kid and have fun and don't have these permanent, lifelong decisions made at that very young age. Very simple. say <laughs> I identified as Prince Lotor as a kid. There, there you go. Exactly. Ricky Henderson. Shout out to Ricky Henderson. Great baseball player. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. So I think what's going on with the LGBT explosion and all the identifying as X, Y and Z, people are just confused and they're being told certain things that they probably shouldn't be told at a a very young age like that. Okay, and I got a few videos here before we get to the main event, before we get to the um, well, there's there's a few things I can talk about right now, but I got a few videos here for you guys before I get to what I want to get to. Um, But I'll play a video right here from Derek Evans. Now, Derek Evans, if you guys know, he was part of the the so-called J6 situation. And he had been locked up, I guess, since then. So you're talking about almost two years, if I'm not mistaken. And he has given an update to you guys about where he stands right now and what he's going to do going forward. So Derek Evans also was part of uh, West Virginia house. That's probably the state house representatives, not the, you know,
7: the US house. Let's check it out. 18 months of legal battles, and now three months of being held captive as a political prisoner by the illegitimate Biden regime. I boldly stand before you today to still claim that the 2020 election was stolen. The flames of liberty which burn inside me today are much stronger than they were three months ago when I self-surrendered to prison. Anyone who thought this experience would break me or silence me has set themselves up for disappointment. This experience has only made me stronger and more eager to fight for freedom, the preservation of liberty, and to defend our God-given rights which are protected by the U.S. Constitution. To the God-fearing Christians across this country, Find joy in knowing that God is calling and preparing his people. Join me as we put on the full armor of God and prepare for the spiritual battle that is yet to come. To everyone who has prayed for our family, donated, sent letters and books to prison, thank you. This experience has not been easy, but your prayers and support have helped me in more ways than you'll ever know. I do ask that you please continue to pray for my uh, fellow J6 uh, political prisoners who are still being politically persecuted. As for me, I'm going to spend the next few days um, just being lazy, focusing on my family and making up for lost time. Thank you guys for your time and your understanding. God bless you and God bless United States of America.
0: So that was Derek Evans. Like he said, he had been in prison for three months after he surrendered. Um, been going through legal battles for 18 months before that. All because of the whole January 6th thing. So now he's out of prison it's over with and that was an update from him. So shout out to him. glad he's back home and shout out to all the guys that are still locked up over that. At a certain point, we got to just admit, even if you are a Trump supporter, that people that are still locked up over that are political prisoners, because we've seen much worse than that from BLM and these kind of people. And they've not done a day in jail at all. So you got to have equal punishment for these crimes. If 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 it's a crime, then people that have done the same thing should be punished, and it needs to be an appropriate punishment for a crime, if it's a crime at all. You can't just have somebody in jail with no kind of trial, just languishing away. That's not the way that it should be. So yeah, shout out to um my man right there. And speaking about ridiculous punishments and whatnot, have you guys seen the latest Alex Jones um situation? Now wait a minute, okay. We know Alex Jones had this crazy settlement against him, like almost a billion dollars, right? Like $900 million because of the whole Sandy Hook kerfuffle because he said that it didn't happen or whatever. Now, here is what they're still asking for. I guess the billion dollars wasn't enough, right? Just like with Kanye West. Kanye um, is being or could be sued by George Floyd's family for a quarter of a billion dollars, $250 million, because of defamation, because he said a few things on the podcast about uh, George Floyd dying of fentanyl and he didn't cause it or whatever. But what you may not know about Kanye is that he donated $2 million to George Floyd's family and paid for his daughter's um, college two years ago, right when the whole thing happened. So I guess the 2000000 million wasn't enough. 2000000 million wasn't enough that he gave you out of his own personal pocket because he wanted to help. Now you want a quarter of a billion, same thing with Sandy Hook people allegedly. Uh the billion dollar wasn't enough. Now you want this amount right here. Let me find the actual um okay, here we go. This is from Bloomberg News. Check it out. Watch this. You ready for it? Okay. Sandy Hook family seek 2.75 trillion dollars from Alex Jones and they already got almost a billion. Well, they got awarded a billion. They ain't get the money yet, I don't think. They probably won't ever get that. But they were already awarded a billion dollars. They want 2.7. Come on, look, listen. <laughs> I mean, the the billion was crazy enough. This, But 2.75 trillion dollars from one person. I mean, come on, be for real there's not one person on planet Earth worth that much money you're talking about a GDP of the USA times almost three 2.7 like this should not be allowed in court it shouldn't be allowed in, uh, come on man it shouldn't be allowed in court it should get thrown out that's just crazy but that's, that's what we got going on nowadays this is political person this is prosecution through the court system its it's it's harassment really you're harassing Alex Jones you're trying to shut him down through the court process because it's like okay he has his own website he can't get shut down by YouTube Facebook or whatever on his own website so what we're going to do we're going to take all of his money away and deny him the ability to be on the air because he's broke and dead broke but come on that's crazy You might think that Alex Jones deserves some kind of punishment. Let's just say you do. I'm not saying you guys do because you guys are really woke in a serious, in a good way, not in a ridiculous uh, left-wing nut job kind of way, not in a ridiculous 48,000 genders kind of way. You guys are truly woke in the real sense. But even if you guys or any one of you guys did think Alex Jones deserves some kind of punishment or, you know, for punitive 2.75 trillion is nuts. (laughs) I mean, what in the world? That's where we are nowadays. You know, I guess it is what it is. Okay, and I got more videos for you. Oh, here's something else. Now, shout out to Zach Voorhees. Zach Voorhees posted this. So here's something that Google did. You know, Kanye had a controversial podcast with the Drink Champs, which is hosted by rapper Noriega. And it's funny because... Noriega's is only one that apologized, although other people hosted them and they didn't apologize, like Piers Morgan, but anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> so, if you have that particular um, video from Drink Champs in your Google Drive, that could be a violation of terms of service right there. Just having that video in your Google Drive could be a violation. All right, so... Uh PSA, if you rely on cloud storage, don't have off the grid storage. And you know what? This is why I don't like what iPhone does. I don't like what iPhone does where they limit you on your on device storage. You see, I don't really want I don't want my on device storage limited to just what's on a device and then cloud storage. I wanna have the option for an SD card. I mean, with SD card, yeah. Give me a micro SD card like I have in my other phones. Micro SD card, me put that in there so I can store my stuff wherever I want rather than relying upon Google or Apple because then they're gonna try to regulate what you have in your own thing. It's not anything illegal. I don't have any um, you know, inappropriate stuff on there. I don't have any kind of um, uh, uh, international secrets. I don't have any nuclear codes. All I have is a podcast that they don't like. Why can't I have a podcast that I like that's not illegal on my storage that I pay for because they regulate it still? Like I say, let me get some off of device storage and have that be that rather than the cloud storage. You know, relied upon that could be a problem. Yeah, the, the SD card that's the way to go. For sure. Absolutely. All right, but we got a few more tweets, a few more um videos and whatnot here that I'm gonna to get to. I can't show that video of the the uh shooting. But what I can do is show some other videos of your man Joe Biden. Oh, I got one where Joe Biden like fell asleep apparently during an interview. Oh, yeah, I got to show that one. Let me get a moment and then I'll put that right on up on the screen. Oh, here we go. This was pretty crazy because not only was he asleep, he had to get woken up. Oh, here's a a little gem for you guys before I get to that one. Listen up very closely. He's whispering. Listen very closely.
8: I'm transgender. I'm transgender. I'm transgender. You're transgender. Is that what you said? Now, the
0: context of that, I think it might have been some kind of LGBTQ affirming speech, which is pretty much every speech he does. You know, everything is about LGBTQ affirming. Every single thing. But, I mean, he makes it too easy. He he gives us the ammunition for these memes. And it's kind of ridiculous, but it is what it is. Uh, Do I have another one? Oh, yeah. Here's the other one. And then I'll get to the video in question. Shout Shout out to Don't Walk Run. For these clips right here, y'all go subscribe to him on YouTube as well. Don't walk, run. I'm gay. I'm
8: gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. Huh? I'm gay.
0: I'm
8: gay.
0: You coming out to us right now, sir? You know, I don't, I don't think you LGBT. I think you've you, you got something else going on. You, you know, you got a different kind of um, ism to you, but I'll move on. Let's move on right here. So here, here's a video where he's appearing to fall asleep during an interview.
9: Mr. president. Oh,
8: Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that. Uh, that I uh that, that we're that we're doing something very important.
0: Pre- Look right here. He's sleeping and the guy interviewing him. Is that Jonathan K. Part? I think it is. Yeah, the Jonathan K. Part. Jonathan K. Part is like, uh, uh, oh, when he says, oh, that means, oh, he's sleeping. You got to wake him up. He might as well say, hey, can you wake up, sir? Joe, I'm right here in front of you. Wake up. He might as well say that. Watch. That's the president. Oh. <laughs> he was sleeping. I mean, imagine your president being asleep during an interview. I mean, what in the world? The guy, I mean, come on, man. The guy's not there. The guy's about a few trees short of a forest, a few crowns short of an entire 64 account box, uh, a few donuts short of a dozen. He's not there. And everybody can see it. We, we all can see what's happening here. There's no there's no reason to even say anything other than what's happening. Hold on. Let's see if I can find a longer clip so you guys can get the full context. There we go. Here we go. Let's let's play this one right here. Because he was asked a question, and then you're going to see how it looked like he was sleeping in better context.
8: I have not made that formal
0: decision, but it's my intention. So the question was, are you going to run again? Will you run again? Are you going to announce that right here? That was the question.
8: I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it.
9: Mr. President, oh.
8: Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important. I have not made that. Form.
0: That's, that's your that's your president, not my president. I don't know I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who 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 that man is right there. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to this man. I don't know this man. That's that's your president. that's not my president. So, yeah, that, that's, that's that's our president right there, Joe Biden, unfortunately. Just not there. He's lost in the sauce. It is what it is. Yeah, Dr. Biden, not a real doctor, not at all. You know, she cannot help this man going through what he's going through. You need to get a real home health nurse in there. Get you a, you know what I mean? Somebody that can actually help you with what's happening because you're not going to be able to do it. Okay, we have more videos uh, featuring your man. Joe Biden, and then I'll keep on rocking here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Oh, here's here's a funny video. I won't play the entire thing because somebody might get offended, but I'm going to play this video, then a few more Biden videos, and then I move forward to the um, issue of the... Um, The firefighter situation in Kansas City. I move forward to that one. You know, I'll try to make it a little bit light before we get to the heavy stuff. All right. So let's. Speaking about pronouns, this is a guy that was interviewing somebody that's supposed to be like in the most racist part of America, I suppose. What's your pronouns? I'm a male. I'm a man. I'm a he. What's your pronouns? There there we go. Perfect. So when you, you get asked that question. You, you, you go right there. I'm a male. I'm a man. I'm a he. What's your... Perfect. That's that's exactly what I say. Male man, male man, he. There we go. No, no nothing, nothing else. So Biden is um, leaving the state after his speech, I suppose. I can't play that because they're going to try to ding me on that. He doesn't know what's going. Doing a whole uh, 360, trying to figure out where he's supposed to go. He always does that. He never knows where he's supposed to go. He's always like looking for the exit all the time. Here's another clip. Here,
8: over a billion two hundred, a trillion two hundred billion dollars.
9: let me play that back. What the f-
8: over a billion two hundred, a trillion two hundred billion dollars.
0: They're going to they're gonna get me on that music for some reason. It shouldn't get me on the music, but they will get me on that.
10: Three four, three four, three 360 20. Monte. Oh, no. How did he do that?
0: <laughs> so whoever did that, shout out to you. And here, Here's the last one. Then I
8: move forward. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for you. And a lot more to ask. Another 20 or so. So, so I'm gonna so gonna going to be going in. Gonna- Tim Ryan. What
0: did he actually say? So the question was about Tim Ryan and other people not wanting Joe Biden on the campaign trail. I think right here he was with Federnick. I mean, Federman, woman, whatever he identifies as. So Federman wants him there, but nobody else does because Biden is toxic. His policies are toxic. He's not doing very good right now as the president. So that was the context of the whole situation. That was the question.
11: Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a
8: mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for you, and
0: a lot more asked another 20 or so. So I'm going to be Tim it. What language was that? Was that Klingon? <laughs> what in the world was happening right there? I have no idea. But again, that's your president, not mine. So whatever language that was, maybe you guys speak it. Maybe you spoke it to him at the poll when you went to go vote for him. <laughs> not you guys. You guys. Are smarter than that to do anything crazy like that, but that's kind of what's going on. All right, now let's get into the heavy topic, the controversial topic. The one people people got triggered over. Oh man, that was crazy. Let's talk about the whole situation in Kansas City, Missouri, and the firefighter and the the um the the woman and the boyfriend. So let me find the video. I can't really play it. I can just show you like images from it. Because they're gonna say, Oh, it's age-gated, you're showing violence, all this, that, and the third. Now, there's no actual shooting in this video. And the video that I've been able to find, there's no shooting in the video. But still, I know how YouTube is. So I, I just gotta be prepared to to do with that. Okay, so sound off, first of all. Now, let's let's go to the actual backstory, then I'll get into the video. Now, here's the backstory, and it was a lot of different things that were said that were just completely wrong about this. Some people said that the guy had the gun in the store, waving it at the clerk, trying to threaten to kill the clerk with the gun, um, all kind of stuff. They said they said Somebody said he had an Uzi. <laughs> I mean, all kind of stuff, right? Somebody said that the extended magazine was illegal. Like, a lot of things that are just not right. So, let, let's get to the facts of the case first, and then we will get to the video and then any kind of opinion now in independence missouri which is like right there kansas city area a guy black guys in the gas station getting some cigars you know what that's for probably for some weed or whatever but bust a cigar down get some weed or whatever weed's legal everybody wants weed so i guess that's fine right but anyway he's in there trying to get some cigars but the cigars he wants are not there So, like a moron, he's going to argue with the clerk over the cigars. Like, if you argue with the clerk, the cigars are going to just magically show up, right? They're having an argument, right? I'm sure we've all seen arguments with people in the store, and it's just like, okay, what are you arguing about? What's the big deal? So, eventually, the clerk tells the guy to leave. He doesn't want to leave. He refuses to leave. There's an off-duty firefighter right there who is also telling the guy to leave. He doesn't want to leave. Now, the firefighter confronts the guy, talking about the this, the weed cigars or whatever. They get into a fight in the store, okay? No gun, is, no gun is ever in the store, but they get into a fight in the store over the guy refusing to leave because of the cigars and having an argument with the clerk. So the fight then spills outside. Now, the guy with the cigars, or trying to get the cigars, doesn't get him, he doesn't steal anything. He's just trying to get him and it's not and he's refusing to leave, and he's irate. So the firefighter and the guy are tussling, and then the the fight goes outside. At this point, the guy, the cigar guy is close to his car, gets in the car, he reaches inside the car, and gets his gun out. The firefighter decides to wrestle with him some more to disarm him, I suppose. They're on the ground fighting for about I say 10 minutes, according to witness reports. That's a very long time to be fighting, 10 minutes. But anyway, you fight for one minute, you're going to be dead tired. That's why boxing rounds are three minutes. But anyway, I digress. Is it three minutes for what? That's UFC. But anyway, that's a very long time to fight for normies. It's not really trained. The firefighter appeared to be kind of trained and knew what he was doing from a combat perspective, but not from, I'll get to that a little bit later. So they're on the ground fighting. What's my source? Go to the website. As always, I tell you, it's right there on the on, matter of fact, I'll bring it up right now. I got an article from the blaze, a conservative website, right? Glenn Beck. I'll put it, I'll put it up right now. Um, and if you want to see this article info without me reading it to you, link will be in the box, anthonyblogan.com. Go right there. Second article on the page. Woman shoots Kansas city firefighter and controversial video. Check, check that. And you'll see the sources. But anyway, so he goes to the car cause he's right there outside. Reaches inside, gets the gun. The firefighter's trying to disarm him. He's wrestling him on the ground. Now, the article that I'm reading says that the gun fell on the ground. That's what the article says. That's what I'm reading. Okay? The gun falls on the ground, and the girlfriend picks it up. You see what's going on right here? The girlfriend picks it up, has the gun. She's telling the firefighter to stop beating the boyfriend up. Stop, stop, stop. I got my kids in the car. Right? He is refusing to do it. Now, I think the reason why he was fighting them so viciously is because the guy may have had the gun. But again, they were already fighting inside the store before the gun was produced over the whole cigar thing. And the guy and the guy not wanting to leave. So the firefighter, I guess, was trying to play bouncer. The guy is still being beat up by the firefighter. The girlfriend telling him to stop, stop, stop. And eventually, the girlfriend shoots the firefighter one time in his back. The firefighter gets up. He goes back to the store, collapses, and he dies. Now, the woman faces no charges because it's seen as self-defense. And I'm going to get to all the explanations in this article. I'll read it to you so you can see it for yourself. This is not me, in my opinion. It's just what the law says and what the article says. But she does not face any kind of charges. Now, the boyfriend is, of course, a felon, had a rap sheet, had an armed robbery charge. And usually if you're a felon, you can't have a gun. I know guys that are felons that have their guns, their gun rights back and their voting rights back, but that's not common. Usually if you're a felon, you can't have guns. And he is one of them that cannot have a gun. So this gun was his and he's in jail right now on the gun charge, but he won't face any kind of murder charge because the girlfriend was in the car the whole time. She, could argue in court that she didn't know what was going on aside from the fact that her boyfriend's getting choked out and the guy's not stopping when he's telling her when she's telling him to stop. So self-defense also includes someone defending you in the Missouri law. Now, if you live in a different place, it might not be the same way, but self-defense also includes when someone defends you. So she can go to court and argue, Hey, all I saw was them fighting on the ground. I didn't know what was happening. I told him to stop. He didn't want to stop. I shot him one time and he died. So she has no charges against her. And the boyfriend's in jail for the gun charge, which is correct because he's a felon who couldn't have a gun, but nothing else. So let's get into the actual, the article right here from, again, I'm I'm on the blaze right now. You see right here. So let's, let's read the article. So, here is, um, I'll read some of it, but again, this article will be in the description, Go to my website is right there. You can check it out for yourself, but here is an important part. An off-duty firefighter in Missouri was shot and killed outside a gas station earlier this month after wrestling with an angry customer who eventually pulled a gun on him. However, prosecutors have declined to charge a customer's girlfriend who shot the firefighter claiming that she shot him to defend her boyfriend's life. All right, at around 2.30 p.m. on October the 6th, Anthony Tony Santee, a 41-year-old Kansas City firefighter, was in a gas station in Independence, Missouri, when the fellow customer became irate when the female attendant uh, of the store did not have the brand of cigars he wanted. The customer, Javon Taylor, 23, then hurled expletives at the unnamed store clerk, causing a disturbance. The clerk asked Taylor to leave the store, but he refused. Santee then intervened and demanded that Taylor leave. Tensions between the two men became heated, and they began fighting inside the store, though they eventually took the scuffle outside. Now, here's here's my thing. I'm going to give my opinion in certain parts of this article that I'm reading right here, all right? And there's more sources in the description. I got local news and everything. My opinion is that if the objective was to get the guy outside the store, which is what the clerk wanted and the firefighter wanted, once they're fighting and they're outside the store, the fight stops. Prime example, if you are a club bouncer and you bounce a guy, right? I've seen guys get bounced. I'm talking about like um, Fresh Prince Jazz. Ah, I've seen guys get bounced like that in real life. The bouncer can't go outside and stomp the guy down in the, in the concrete. If you're outside, you're outside. If you're trying to get back inside. It's a different story. But that's if you're a bouncer and that's your job to do that. Even in that job, you can't just go outside and just pummel, pummel the guy and keep fighting him because he doesn't want to leave. If he's outside, mission accomplished. Now, if he, if he goes outside, y'all still fighting, and he goes to the car and gets a gun, my my bad, Doc, I'm sorry, hey, I don't want no problems. Because now, just, just common sense tells you to do that because you have no gun on you, okay? You have no gun on you. So if you're trying to disarm this guy, that's not very smart because what's going to happen is, here's a car, this is a, a big uh, SUV, it windows, it could be eight dudes in there. They could kill you easily right there because you were trying to fight the guy with a gun. So you need to go ahead and surrender at that moment when the gun comes out. If it's me, first of all, I'm not going to be trying to fight a guy over an argument in the store. You see what I'm saying? I could see if he was in there beating people up or all of that. He wasn't physical. He was just being a moron arguing, but he wasn't being physical. He wasn't, he wasn't fighting. He didn't have a gun inside the store. It, it was no gun on him. So it was like, what are you doing? If you got him outside, mission accomplished. Stop the fight. But he didn't. Now the gun comes out. Again, stop the fight. He didn't. He decided to continue to wrestle with him. That was not very smart because he was not by himself. If if that was like, if that was me, even dealing with white, black, or whatever, I would know know how to handle that situation. I'm not trying to get involved because now I know I'll put my life on the line. And is it worth it when nobody's in danger over an argument? Now, if it's somebody that is getting beat to death, that's a different story. But an argument over some cigars, y'all handle that. I'm not even really worried about that. You know what I mean? Call the police and go about your day. That's me. Unfortunately, the firefighter was shot and killed as a result. But let's go a little bit further in the article and then we'll get to why there's no charges for the girlfriend and why there's only a gun charge for the boyfriend. All right. Okay. So let's see, let's, let's get down here. I've already pretty much summed up what happened right there. After reviewing the video, Jackson County prosecutors declined to press charges against the woman arguing that she could reasonably claim self-defense quote. We agree with the family and the community over the tragic loss of life and Mr. Santee unquote, the prosecutor's office wrote in a statement Missouri law governs this case, specifically self-defense and the defense of others, leading us to decline charges after a careful review. Quote, if a case is declined, it's just because we don't believe there's sufficient evidence to get to that highest burden of proof, Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker explained to the reporters. Kevin Jamison, a Missouri attorney who has practiced law for 40 years and who wrote, quote unquote, wrote Missouri's book on weapons of self-defense, according to WDAF-TV, also waiting on why prosecutors may have declined to press charges in this case. Quote, technically, it's called the defense of justification and justification is you are saving the life of another person, unquote. He added that the woman likely only had limited knowledge about the circumstances of the fight, causing her to believe that Santi posed a threat to Taylor's life. The girlfriend is only constrained by what she reasonably believes to be the circumstances. And she didn't see the start of the fight. All she knows is her boyfriend is getting strangled. Though the unnamed girlfriend would not face prosecution, Taylor will. He has been charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He had previously been convicted of first degree robbery, though the date of his conviction and the length of his sentence remain unclear. There you go. So that's just what it is. Now, it doesn't matter if she was in danger because the law I just read right there says it's about protecting yourself and also other people. Okay, so if she believes that her boyfriend was in danger, that falls under the self-defense law. I just read it right there, right straight for you. Again, it's not me making it up. I read it for you. So are we going to challenge that? Are we going to go to the prosecutor and say, hey, that's not the, that's not the law? If you could find a law that says something different, you let me know. That's it. You know, people were kind of upset about that, but it is what it is. And really, this is Zimmerman 2.0. Zimmerman, it was the same situation, but a little bit different. Okay, Zimmerman thinks Chevron Martin's doing something wrong and shouldn't be doing goes to the neighborhood uh, and follows him. He's on the phone with the police They're saying, don't follow him. They get into a fight. Zimmerman's getting beat up. He pulls a gun and shoots Trayvon. Stands your ground law in Florida all day long. And people said it was racist for that to happen, but no, no, no. That's the law. And black people use that law in a disproportionate fashion than white people in Florida. That's what happened. He Confronted Trayvon over, I guess, he thought he might have been trying to break in people's houses or whatever. He confronts him. Trayvon whipping, the, whipping his hind parts. Beating his head into the ground. Takes one one shot, kills him, and then that's it. It's the same thing. So it is what it is. Why was he out on the street? I think he already got convicted and served his sentence. I think. The armed robbery was like from back in 2013. I think I saw some, some paperwork that said that, if I'm not mistaken. So he was out because he already done served his sentence. You know what I mean? But somebody could argue that he should have done longer for the armed robbery. Of course. That's a different story, though. That's that's a case that is for the legal system to handle in Missouri. Not of anybody to try and, you know, be Monday morning quarterback now and be like, well, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Well, hey, man, it is what it is. That's not... That's that's the fault of the legal system, not anybody else. All right. So, yeah, and also it depends on where you are. The laws of a particular place, they are different. In Missouri, people were pointing out the extended magazine, right? Extended clip. Oh, it's extended. It's extended clip is illegal. <laughs> no, Um, there's no limitations on magazine capacity in Missouri. Now, if you're living in California, having a pistol like this, Probably a, a a Glock or something with an extended magazine would be very illegal. I think there's a ten round magazine capacity limit on rifles in California, so this would be illegal in California, but not in Missouri. Okay, and she shot him one time. She didn't shoot him. Multiple, she shot him one time in the back, and that was it. That's how he died. All right. So that's just what it is. Now, if there's disagreements. If there is anybody that thinks I'm wrong, according to what I just read, I didn't again, I didn't make it up. I just read right here what it says in the article. I'm reading it. I'm literally reading. If anybody says that I'm wrong, then find your article from Missouri law and prove me wrong. I don't say things that I don't know what I'm talking about. I always do my research and figure out what's going on. If I don't know about a thing, I'm gonna say I don't know about a thing. That's why sometimes I don't do videos about topics because I don't know about it. And I don't want to come across as an ignorant person or be ignorant to the facts without, I want to be able to be educated and understand what I'm talking about before I say anything about it. Yep. That's not murder. If it's self-defense, people can talk about their feelings, but murder is a very specific word that denotes a crime of murder. You can kill somebody without murdering them. Okay. If you kill somebody's self-defense, it's not murder. If you kill somebody, um, I could say it's defense, something like that. If it's you or them, it's not murder. And we all know about abortion. If you kill a baby, it's not murder, unfortunately. But self-defense, you kill somebody, you defend somebody else, it's not murder. It is what it is. Right? So I'm just reading some of the comments here. Uh, yeah, might should have in his business. Life ain't always fair. Killing and murder are different. Let it let a jury decide. It, it's a waste of time. It won't, it won't get prosecuted. He'll, he'll beat that. He'll beat that. Because it it, it it don't it don't jive with the law. The, the law don't support it. You couldn't even prosecute that. Because if you prosecute it, you gotta explain to the jury what you're actually prosecuting. And if the law does not support the prosecution, then it doesn't make any sense. You couldn't even bring that to court. All right. <laughs> Taekwondo God says, still murder, even if the losses is not murder. That's not how that's not how it works at all. <laughs> that's not how it works at all. You can't just say, oh, it's murder if it is if it's not murder legally. That's not how it works at all. Well, with a baby, of course, yes. You know, that's you know, you're killing the baby, but self-defense, nah. All right. Killing somebody with a stolen gun, that's not. The, the stolen gun does not make the murder any less or more. It doesn't. the the The, the gun being stolen does not make a difference, and as far as murder or not, okay. Just like if you're a felon with an, a, a with a gun, you could still use that to defend yourself and not be charged with anything relating to the gun as it relates to the murder. You understand? The gun being illegal would not change murder being murder or accident being an accident. It won't change anything like that. All it's going to do is make you have a gun charge. That's it. It won't elevate the status of the murder or the killing to something else other than what it is. You see what I'm saying? So prime example, if a felon defends himself against someone with a gun that he can't have, it'd be the same exact thing as a normie, except for the gun charge. That's just what it is. All right. I think what happened was the firefighter just made a bad decision. And the guy with the cigars was just being an idiot. But the firefighter made a bad decision. You, it, just take it from me. A little bit of street smart. So I'm not really sure where the firefighter's from. That was just a bad decision. Um, He probably meant well, but he did the wrong thing, ultimately, because now he's not here anymore, unfortunately. But take it from me. You see an argument just over some, something small, like you don't see anybody getting hurt. Nobody's being physical, nothing like that. Just let it be. Because now if you get involved, you got to ask yourself a very important question. Are you willing to die behind this? Are you, are you going to die or get seriously injured? Do you have a gun on you? If you don't have a gun on you and you're trying to fight somebody in public, I mean, that's asking, like you're not going to succeed. If you're going to fight somebody in public, you need to be armed and and ready to fight, ready to kill, ready to die, because it can it can go that it can go that way nowadays in 2022. It just it is what it is. Should it be that way? Maybe not. But it's just that's just it's just life nowadays. All right. So, yeah, if anybody has um, a disagreement with that, y'all call me a little bit later, we get to it. I got super chats on debt right now. And then I get to the calls, the number to call 434-658-1220. That gets everything. Oh, the, the, um the student loan debt situation that I covered that already. I don't think I did. So Joe Biden student loan debt package has been blocked by the eighth circuit court of appeals, the federal court. Now here's what happened. So Biden was trying to push forward, the student loan debt relief that would give you ten thousand dollars of relief if you make under one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year income as a as an individual person. Oh, and if you got a Pell Grant, twenty thousand dollars of student loan debt. Now I still don't know how you're able to have debt and you got a Pell Grant at the same time. How do you have a grant but you have debt from a grant? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I move on. So he was trying to do that without congressional approval, but of course you can't. So six states the media would say they're GOP-led. doesn't really matter because it was still going to be the same outcome. Six states have sued them and said, you can't do this. You want to stay. you want an injunction. So that case was thrown out by a lower court. And then they went to the Court of Appeals where it got upheld and it, the state got granted. So right now, late October, one of Biden's key campaign promises has been blocked by um, the federal court. Now, this could be 3D chess because they could block it right now to signal to Democrats, hey, you got to get out there and vote because, you know, the reason why this got blocked is because Biden can't do it by himself. He needs to have Congress. They got to be able to vote on it. He needs more votes. So vote more um, Democrats in office so we're able to get this thing passed and out there. That, that could be part of it. I mean, it's perfect timing, ain't it? Right here in October, Biden's doing very poorly. You got food going through the roof, housing going through the roof, everything going through the roof. Um, jobs not paying quite enough to pay, to keep keep up with inflation. You, you try, you're trying to buy chicken and, and hot wings and all kind of stuff like that. Vegetables, you're having a hard time. So he's not doing a very good job. Democrats out there don't want to campaign with Joe Biden. So how about a gift? How about we say... Hey, guys, if you want $10,000 of your student loan debt removed, vote Democrat. That could be what's going on. Or it, it, it could be a coincidence. It could be happenstance. Who knows? Either way it goes, This was it was never going to pass because Biden cannot pass that thing without congressional approval. He's got to have Congress on deck. They got to be the ones that say, OK, you can approve this $400 billion spending to relinquish student loan debt. He didn't do that through Congress, so it's got to be, it's it's, going to get blocked regardless. People are getting so excited and filling out applications. They said since the portal to sign up for a student loan debt relief opened last week, you had 22 million people signing up for it. 22 million people, (laughs) like people were on that immediately trying to get that student loan debt relief and the crazy part is that the average student loan debt is like $36,000 in America. So 10 bands, is a cool kids say 10 bands would be a nice little, um, start, but it wouldn't really be, it, it, it wouldn't really get you out the way where you want to be. It would still be kind of an uphill battle, but if all you got is 10 grand left, it'd be a good thing for you. Now, if you did the right thing, I suppose, and pay a student loan debt off, you won't get anything. You won't get, a check for ten thousand dollars. That won't you will not have any kind of relief in your pocket. You're dealing with the higher cost of living and whatnot. You pay your student loan debt down, you won't get that money back at all. At all. Um, also, if you um did not go to college or you didn't get any kind of debt in college, you had a scholarship or whatever the case may be, you, you went to trade school, you got uh, you, you're a plumber, you're an engineer, whatever it is, you won't get any money. It's going to be your money, taken from taxpayer money, which will add to the deficit, which will add to the inflation numbers. That money will be there. You won't, you won't benefit from it. So it's not fair. It's not going to help. It's just going to create more inflation. And it's not constitutional for Joe Biden to do a thing like this by himself without congressional approval. And I think that even after this midterm election, the votes won't be there for him to do this. They, it just simply won't be there. Right, it barely put a dent in yours, no names, exactly. I know guys and girls with $100,000 in student loan debt. So 10 grand out of that, you're talking about 10%? I mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's something, but ultimately, you're spending $400 billion of the U.S. taxpayer dollar to get it, so how much is it really going to help me? And to those that don't have student loan debt, it won't help at all, but you still suffer the same consequences and the same pitfalls of a person that had a student loan debt. You still got to pay the same inflationary prices. Like when you go to Costco or Target, Walmart, you're still paying a higher price for chicken and beef and corn and everything else as a person that has student loan debt is paying. So what's the purpose? It becomes kind of useless, but it is what it is. We'll see how this affects the midterm elections. But I can't wait. The red wave is here. It's it's, it's going to be crazy. I'm ready for a lot of crying concession speeches. I'm 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 ready for the the normies to be. Uh, uh, super trigger flipping out I have a preview to get back to a more lighthearted video I have a preview of what the normies may do when they realize that they have lost alright let me see I would play this one because it's a little bit too much cussing in it so I can't play that one hold on I might be able to play this one if it's cussing in it I'm sorry it's not my fault blame the white man Y'all know what to do. But well, I think this, this might have been a, a Matt Walsh um protest. You guys know the what is a woman guy from Daily Wire, if I'm not mistaken. They're protesting him. So here we go. And, and and shout out to my man uh Drew Hernandez. Shout out to him for this video right here. Frontline's Drew Hernandez. And <laughs> Look at those faces I mean, good grief Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. look at those faces nice pretty new iphone that's that's a nice color right there I like like that's a brand new hey i I got the same phone she got hold on is that is that a thirteen pro max look like it Wait 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 just one dog minute is it is it you? well, it's a similar one so yeah, that is a very expensive phone right there. You seem to be doing very well in capitalism. You seem to be doing very well in this country, but you appear to not like it too much. Can you get a case, though? I'm a little bit triggered. that might be a case on it. Look at that mug right there. Imagine this guy um, on, on, on your front doorstep. Like, what in the world is happening here, sir? Can we get a little bit of uh, dental care happening? I mean... These people are scary. Like, you ever play video games with, like, um, zombie NPCs or anything of that nature? This guy right here exemplifies horror in um, a video game genre. So, when they lose in the midterms, expect more of these guys to come on out and be screeching and hollering and carrying on, all right? they they right? They're going to be out there. For sure, uh, look, look at my man, right here—the pillar of masculinity. This guy right here can bench a thousand pounds, okay, with no warm up. Straight tra- tra- on the bench, just no spot. Just get it on, just get it up on, off the off the off the chest. Oh, so yeah, there we go. Nice, nice, nice um, young people right there—the future of our nation, I suppose. But we'll move on. Uh, super Chats on Deck, like I said, the number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero. I got Super Chats on Deck first, then I will get to the calls, thank you for being here, you guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up like the video, share the video do all that good stuff and where should we start, thank you to Apple who says EBO, yeah, thank you for tweeting J6 or Derek Evans who's been released from DC jail solitary, God bless all MAGA J6 patriots and pro-life people in prison thank you for that Thank you to Judy Davis, who says, wouldn't be anywhere else on Wednesday night and Saturday night, Saturday evening, but with ABL and front. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Apple, who says, please consider Patriot Freedom Project to help. Also, ABL, will you be live streaming Tuesday, November 8th, Red Wave? Yes. That's a very good question. I will be here. Absolutely. Thank you to William Scott Jr., who says, funny how the Democrats and liberals are so go Ukraine. Yet Trump got impeached from a phone call with Zelensky. A- exactly, right? Uh, I think it's Apple again who says, ABL, I'm deeply troubled by the stereotype that white folk can't dance. It is unfair, unhelpful, and unjust. Also, please do not play the video posted by Terrence Williams on Twitter October 17th. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on, hold on. Let me see, let me see if I can find that right quick. Shouts to Terrence Williams. All right. So let me see if I... I might not be able to find it in time. Oh, oh, okay. Now, what I'm seeing right here is like normies dancing. It's not really a racial thing, but shout out to this video. Yeah, that's that's, that's, how, that's how I dance right here too. Yeah, that's me at the party. I'll, I'll be at your, at your uh, at your at your bachelor party dancing just like that. See, see, see tall my, my man right there with the with the um the cutoff tank top and the and the cargo shorts, that's me right there. That's that's my that's my, that's my older brother right there. Matter of fact. Wow, that, that remix right there, that's that's notorious thugs. I never heard that remix before in my life. They it turned a rap song into, I don't even know what that was. That was something else. Sir. Get off the karaoke machine, please. Stop it. Let's not ruin that song right there. That's one of my favorites from back in, like, 1996. But anyway. Yeah, that's me. I don't dance. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I've been looking like I got two left feet for real. They're going all different kind of ways. All right? But anyway, let's get back to Super Chats here. Um, Thank you to Voitech who says, Congratulations on embarking on the Beard Growing Journey. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Uh, Apple also says, ABO, does a lack of diversity in pro hockey roar you. Of course not. I mean, anybody trying to play no hockey? Not. I mean, people of color don't play hockey. Hockey is a cold guy sport that the white guys love hockey because they, you know, the Canadians and whatnot. It, 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 what, what it should be is how many Americans play hockey. It's mostly Canadians and Europeans that play hockey. Wayne Gretzky, all these guys with all kind of X's and Z's and C's in their name. Okay, you got 14 C's in your last name. You probably play hockey. But if your name is Bo Bumgartner or something like that, you're probably playing baseball or football. You're probably a 300-pound offensive tackle. Or you are a shortstop in baseball. You're not playing no hockey. It's more of a cold guy sport, not a warm guy sport. You know, I'm from Virginia originally. Like, I don't really do the sub-zero temperatures. I'm not doing no ice skating. Uh, that's, <laughs> I, play, I play some basketball all day long. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dunk in your head right now. Not right now, I'm a little bit old, but anyway. Apple also says, good news, the NHL has hired diversity executives. So silly. So dumb. Do that for the NBA. The NBA is 80% black. Hire diversity for the NBA. How about that? It's so dumb. Okay, anyway. They get to Byron8899 who says, SCOTUS and Coney Barrett refused to block Biden's student loan debt program per Wisconsin's taxpayer group request. Thoughts? Well, I don't know the whole details behind that. I'm not sure why she blocked it. When you're talking about the Supreme Court, um, they do things for a particular reason, so I can't really say too much about that without knowing the, the background, the full background. Thank you to EP for the emoji uh, dancing donation. Thank you to Apple who says, ABL, we are thankful you red pill, but you'd you be cool, NFAC. Thank you to Apple again who says, reminder, FBI and military intel did... J6 inside job. Thank you to Ryan for your donation. Thank you to Apple again who says, ABL thoughts on environmental weirdos blocking traffic and throwing tomato soup on Van Gogh painting and gluing hands. My guess is that these are ingrates. I mean, people are so weird. They're so bored. It's like, get off the ground, man. Why are you in here throwing paint on Van Gogh? Why are you gluing yourself to the floor, sir? Get up off the ground. How about that? And the funny part about that, where they glue themselves to the floor Inside of I a Volkswagen facility and talking about some, oh, we're not giving bowls to go to the bathroom. And it's like, look, how about don't glue yourself to the ground? You want to do the on the ground. common sense is not too common. And then they complain about having the heat turned off on them. But it's like, OK, you're in here because you're protesting this, this dirty energy. Why would you want to be heated with the dirty, cold energy and, and natural gas, things of that nature? You should want to be heated. By, I don't know, fairy dust, pixie dust, uh your imagination. You know what? You can do that. You can find you a nice re uh re, re reusable, renewable fabric blanket. Wrap up in that and and embrace the renewableness of your blanket. Yeah, it's about zero degrees in here, but it's okay. You have a renewable source on your body. Feel comfort in that. How about that? But I digress. Can I find that video right quick? I might be able to. If not, I move right forward here. Yeah, that was the um, the, the Volkswagen situation. That was crazy. Oh, it, okay. I can't find a video, but here, here's a picture right quick. Here, here's, a, here's a picture. Look at these guys right here. It's like, oh, here, here's, here's a video. Matter of fact, I got a video. Look at
6: this guy right here. in Germany, and I'm here in the Porsche Pavilion in the Autostadt of Wolfsburg to denounce the responsibility of Volkswagen in the climate emergency that we are facing. Volkswagen is the largest car manufacturer in Europe and the second largest in the world. And the transport sector, the car sector, has a huge responsibility in the climate emergency. There are 12% of CO2 emissions that come from Uh, the car sector so we are here with uh, eight other members of a scientist rebellion and uh, with the six people who are helping us to demand uh, the acceptance of uh, the demands of our campaign the introduction of a speed limit on motorways in germany and uh, the reintroduction of the nine euro tickets that allow the people wait a minute no speed limits on oh okay so uh, okay
0: i just i heard that the only speed limit is in Germany, so I can just go and go like a thousand miles an hour in Germany. On the Autobahn, I can just drive as fast as I want to. Let, let's do that. Yeah, I want to, hey, I want to go to Germany right now because of that. You, sir, are doing a great service to your country. You, you, you're encouraging tourism. I'm going to Almanya, Deutschland, Germany to speed on the raceway. That's what I'm going to do. No speed limit. Sign me up right now, sir. You got your hand on the ground, glued to the ground. That's not going to move me at all. You saying there's no speed limit moving right there to go to Germany. And, hey, if you're on the ground, I'm going to speed right past you. Yes, I, I sure will. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> I don't want to play that full video right there, but you kind of get the gist of what's happening. Um, Let me see. Uh, Crawley says you got a mug and the rod's broken, can't get a hold of anybody. Send me an email, my regular email, my contact to Anthony B. Logan. We'll get you we'll get you straight. Send me your um send me, send me send me your information to my email, my contact Anthony B. Logan, we we'll get you we'll get you a new mug. They you to Ryan Washington who says Noah Lemon 2024. they you to Apple who says favorite soup, tomato, veggie, chicken, miso, ramen. Um ramen out of those. Or chicken, chicken matter of fact, chicken noodle soup. But not like the old school chicken noodle soup. Give me like the the, the new Campbell soup they got with all kind of stuff in it, like the jambalaya. Like, give me that. Yeah, that's what I want with the rice and all that. Give, give me that going on. The, the ramen is okay, but the new fancy soup that comes in the Campbell's can, it's not the old school stuff. Give me some of that. The spicy. If I'm sick especially, give me some of that soup. Put some cayenne pepper in it. Hey, whatever I got will be gone in two days. <laughs> all right. Apple also says crackers in your suit, of course. The the table waiter janks, the little circular ones. Yeah, those are good. Pepper on them. Absolutely. Matter of fact, I like crackers with with cheese. Cheese and crackers with the the salami. Pepperonis, yeah. With with pepper on it. um, The table waiter crackers. And some of the, um, the, the hard cheddar. Yeah, let me get that all day long. Prince of Cat's. Prince of Cats says, ABL, you're a man, I'm a man. What color am I? Who cares? We're still men. Love your channel. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. Right on. Uh, Toast toast to men, all right, with the water. Toast to men. Thank you to Ryan Washington for your donation. Thank you to Michael Critchlow, who says, the city of Portsmouth named McLean Street, renamed McLean Street to Missy Elliott Boulevard and gave her keys to the city. Glenn Young can just declare October 17th, Missy Elliott Day. Thoughts on Missy in your hometown? I like Missy Elliott a lot. Shout out to her. I like her because she's always been real positive with her rap music. Never know violent stuff. Sometimes a little bit raunchy here and there, but not never know violent stuff. Always was creative and different. I like Missy personally. And I remember her when she had blew up. It was crazy to see her on the bitch screen because it's like, that's somebody that's from my particular place that had made it. And I know people that are around them that I would see when I was a kid. Like one girl, you could look her up, Nicole Ray. Nicole Ray is, was from my neighborhood that I lived in at the time. I remember the whole situation when it happened. She lived like right in the area where I lived at. So yeah, shout out to Missy. She definitely deserved that for sure. And it was unfortunate they were, they were gluing it. they were booing Glenn Youngkin at the event. Cause I know, I know, I know people that went to the event because it was out, it was out Portsmouth. I know, I know people that went there, they said that they were booing Glenn Youngkin. It's like, for what? Why are y'all booing Glenn Youngkin? But that's Portsmouth being Portsmouth, really. I'm surprised anybody still goes there because that's a different story. I don't want to talk about that too much. I, talk, I could talk all night about Portsmouth, Virginia. Anyway, I'll move on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, good for her. I like Missy e. Elliott. Thank you to Ryan who says, Caitlyn crawled so they could sashay. <laughs> Buckle up, buckaroos. There you go. Apple says favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie, Pulp, Unbreak, uh, dot heart three. Jackie Brown. Very good movie. You are beautiful. Whatever happened to you. Beautiful. Fantastic, fantastic role in Jackie Brown. Um, thank you to Lord Spike Protein. Fantastic name, sir. Lord Spike Protein says, appreciate you and Justin Lee Peterson family. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, sir. And for your very generous donation, I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Fab Hopper, who says, Anthony Brown Logan makeup companies are trying to expand the market to men to buy makeup. Women already got makeup and not buying it. There you go. That's that's what's happening. Thank you to Santo Bartez who says, Did you catch the fact that men, quote unquote men, in the auto trailer were thin or normal weight, but the women were all overweight to uh, opt, uh, obese? Subtle body dysmorphia manipulation. Very good point. Thank you to John Stone, who says 2024 predictions will alpha dog Trump find a way back in DeSantis, another election rig, love it channel. And what you stand for? Good sir, Patriot. I can't call it, man. Like right now, it's so hard to tell. I can't call it. I think Trump is going to run. If Trump runs, then nobody else is going to run. Well, people are going to run, but not to win. I can't I can't call it. We'll we'll see. Thank you to Post Lucid, who says, Funny how the Democrats don't want the Venezuelans coming in, though. Hmm, exactly. Thank you to Gordon Wilson, who says, You are awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you to Beyond Mandatory Carry, who says, No signal, so I can't make it. Hashtag, keep fighting. Build a get home bag. Hashtag, 917 is coming. Uh, Iran Iran created the coronavirus, and there are four lights. Thank you for that. Thank you to Jim Adams, who says, A little support for the channel. Thank you for that. Thank you to William Scott Jr., who says, no one of the liberals, they would endorse Jim Jones. They would. That could have a Xbox who says, I stand with yay. Thank you. And that could have Kathy Carver who says, how do you thank someone for their ability to reason rationally? Thank you for having that very rare talent. Thank you for your very generous donation and your very kind words. I most certainly appreciate you. We got calls on deck now. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Uh, there's also a Skype email in the description. If it doesn't work properly, you know the blame is not my fault. Blame quite, man. All righty. Liz Cheney threatened to run. Liz, Liz Cheney can't even win in Wyoming. You have five people in Wyoming that vote. You can't win Wyoming, and your dad was a former vice president. How are you going to win anything else? I mean, talk about being delusional. 860, you're on line. Who am I speaking to?
12: Hey BL, it's FNA Ranger Xbox. How you doing, brother?
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
12: Oh, nothing much. I was getting a little bit of echo, but it went away. Um uh, boy, oh boy, that's CDC something else, aren't they? Oh yes they are. Holy cow. Uh they didn't even consult. They have a board of doctors that are uh that are you know, usually consulted to do a vote. And this one doctor who put a video out there said the only reason I said no was because, excuse my language, hell no wasn't a choice, you know, as far as making it mandatory for children. Right. But and uh, I let my my wife know that uh, I don't care what you think, that if the state of Connecticut is going to require our kids to get this death shot. I'll be moving back home to Florida because I I was just thinking I missed the pickled eggs on the counter at the gas station anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, no way. And I talked to people here. I talked to other parents. I said, when's the next uh, 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 parent meeting going to be for the school? Well, I really don't know. I said, well, uh, I want to find out because uh, I was just reading on Wimkin that there's a law firm. That's willing to do lawsuits against states that force because they don't require kids to get the flu vaccine and a couple other vaccines. So why this vaccine when in the past year, 1,300 young teenage boys and young men have died playing sports on the field? And in the past 50 years previous, 1,100 boys died, dropped dead. Mm Mm-hmm you know what changed
0: well there's clearly something
12: going on yeah you know i mean come on uh let's look at the math it may be racist but math is math two plus two is four i don't care what they say that's right but and uh my god uh how could they do this is evil this is evil uh I didn't wait till I was 48 years old to have my first child to go and have the government exterminate them.
8: Uh,
12: uh, have you heard the government talking about, or any of the media talking about a uh, thermonuclear war with Russia anymore?
0: Um, no, I've not really heard that too much.
12: Yeah. I put out a video on Wimkin uh, what uh, 14 million veterans were going to do their underground bunkers once we had access to all the arms rooms across America and all the heavy equipment we got and all that jet fuel that's laying around and nobody's going to be using anymore. You know, got to have something to do while you're dying of radiation
8: sickness. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah.
12: And all of a sudden, all that talk about, they didn't think about that. That bunker was designed for the righteous war against the evil of communism. Not to allow you to bring communism into the world, right and uh, I may I may have been wrong about Tulsi Gobbard being part of the World Economic Forum they put her on their website but she said she wasn't really about all that and I'm not really sure so I got to do more research so I'm gonna be giving her a benefit of a doubt but Dan Crenshaw, I heard him on TV say himself well you know, uh, you know about that insider trading thing? We gotta have a way to make money, you know, because we gotta have two houses. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. How about doing something for the people of America?
0: Hold on, I did mean, he, is is that, is that what he said for real? Did he, did he actually say that?
12: Yeah, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, I saw it on TV myself, and that's when I lost all respect for him. And then found out he was listed as one of the West World Economic Forum's young leaders that they want to groom into a leadership role like Trudeau. So he could become a Trudeau. Ah,
0: okay. I see. It makes sense. I see. I see.
12: And I I served in the military. And as far as that firefighter out there, wherever he was at, I don't know what that man was thinking. I'm, you know, i tend to think like you do, you know, the man wanted cigars. Okay. Well, too bad. I went to Sam's club a couple weeks ago. They didn't have, do, uh, dr pepper <laughs>
13: you know <laughs>
12: i just got over it
8: <laughs> right
12: i'm not gonna go you know i'm not gonna go start a fight with a cashier because sales club ain't got a, a pallet full of dr pepper so i can buy a case <laughs> right. it is what it is but uh anyway brother love your show god bless america and if you're sick and tired of being uh uh banned on facebook jump on wimkin it's a totally free speech website and it's growing. They're up to eight and a half million people so far. Right. Uh, I enjoy it. I ain't been banned once. I got uh, 27 hours left on this ban before I get banned again on Facebook.
0: <laughs> right.
12: And they banned me for memes.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you take care, brother. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you. Bye. All right. A lot of calls on the line. I get to see you guys very soon here. All right. Scrap so call who whom i speaking to.
3: This is Uncle Reggie here. Hold on a second. Let me get you out here, man. I still got that last guy on there. Hey, how you doing, ADL? Uncle right.
0: Reggie here. Kerplon Studio. All righty, man. What's going on? Yeah,
3: hello to you. Uh, you got video on me here? Because I'm not
0: seeing you. I got you. No, it, it's, it's a delay, so I got you, though. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh,
3: hey, how's it been, man? Long time. No talk.
0: Yeah, man. Everything's been good, man. Can't complain. How about yourself? Everything been good?
3: Yeah, I've been doing all right. Uh, yeah, I you, you just like one of my comments on your Facebook page, so uh, I, I'm not sure you exactly know who I am on that on that spectrum. But uh, you know, do you, yeah, you know my my actual name. I don't think I do. All right, um, I'll hit you on a one, two, three, four, five in the in the, in the uh, comment section on your Facebook page, so you'll know it's me. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, how you been? How you been?
0: Oh, everything's been good, man. Can't complain. Just out here, just, uh, just doing what, just doing what I do.
3: All right, all right. That's up, that right? Of course, That's good, man. Good to see you out here. You got a little salt and pepper thing going on, like me here. I see.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this, uh, this little TikTok star with the uh, bunch of days as a girl, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I hit play and I walked out of the room and I, I had got distracted. And, uh I actually watched most of it because it was it was out of this park funny <laughs> right, if you have time one of these times play uh, go through that, that video with, and go to the eight minute and 18 minute she it, 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 uh, he, it, it sings a song and it just it's an Olivia Newton John song and he just nails it out of the park so uh, I think it's a full. Personally, you know dude.
0: what? I, I had that thought in my mind. Like this could be a troll, like a whole big ruse to just get into people's good graces and then kind of flip. That was my thought process, but I don't, I don't know. That 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 might be a little bit like wishful thinking.
3: Uh, well, she said that. Um, I, I don't. I, 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 this is so confusing to me. I, yeah. I really. How to pronounce it? Pro like, right. Without the voluptuousness, we'll say. uh keep the family friendly, but yeah. Um, and run around with the uh, the tampon and, and act like silly silly thing, and then. Um, but what it, it looks like to me, like uh, someone's trying to get people to act right, and if they slipped in that interview with the and, and oh, I made a comment about the beard, uh, uh, beard envy or something like
6: that.
3: Okay. Okay, so you're saying something, but hey, I want something I want in on that beard.
6: <laughs>
3: Remember that interview? But I can. I want to. I can be a performer if I want to, and I can also be a mom, you know, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. That part there, she can perform. That tells me she's a performer. She's an actor, an actress, an uh-huh. actor. But uh, yeah, there's that. Hold on, let me go get my cheat sheet here. So I got, I got something written down over here.
0: All right, getting get the cheat sheet. Got, oh.
3: But my eyes ain't quite what they used to be, ABL. I got you. And, Oh, the debt, the debt forgiveness thing. I'm, I'm going to shift gears here. You know, you know my cheat sheet, You know how I do. You know. <laughs> uh, so this debt forgiveness thing. Um, my my nephew. He uh, he wants to know how you can default on a grant, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. How you default on a grant is you get the grant money and you go buy um, uh, nice wheels for your car and a sound system and little little tailpipe, you know, shiny tailpipe canisters. That's how you blow the grant money and o- end up owing $25,000 plus interest.
0: Yeah, that, that'll do it. Yeah, that does it.
3: And uh, uh, all those uh, records and CDs for a penny, um, it's not true.
0: <laughs> nah, that's, that's, that's old school right there. I haven't heard that in a long time. A little, <laughs> I don't like, even CD know Club. what with yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, I think it's true uh damn that's about all i got for you there abl man glad to see you again um i'm wearing i am wearing uh you know higher today i'm wearing clothes you know, that. there you go hey man uh, i'm just doing my beekeeping thing up here in wisconsin i'm headed to florida i'll be passing by your woods i'll you know i'll, I'll open the window and wave as I, as I as i pass
0: there you go man right on all right man
3: but uh yeah if, if we had more time or you know if you call me back we'd probably grab a cup of coffee or something, man. I'd like to- are you outside Chattanooga or something? Or where are you? Chattanooga, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's kind of what I, I remember. You haven't gone very far so. All right, brother. You have a good one.
0: Thank you for the call, Stop man. Appreciate everything.
3: you. Everything. Hit them like buttons and, and, and share share on social media. Right on. ABL ABL struggling out here whether whether he shows it or not.
0: <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right. Keep those numbers up, brother. All right. You guys are hilarious. I'm telling you, some of the best callers on the internet are right here. All right, let's keep, let's keep it rocking here. Let's go to 856 on the line. Who wants to speak it to ABL, can you hear me? I hear you well. Loud and clear? Yes. Is there um, the stream on in the background?
12: All right, can you hear me now? I hear you well. All right, so ABL, I wanted to talk to you real quick. Basically, what happened was I'm loving how most of the moderate Democrats, you know, the old, old folks, the senior citizens who are still Democrats, but yet they don't support none of the things that they're doing, but they don't know that it's the Democrats behind all of this. Like, for instance, where, let me give you an example. When the new dolls that they're making for children, the dolls are coming pregnant now and most of the Democrats that I was around, they were like, no, nah, that's not that's not OK. Let kids be kids. That's not OK. Just leave the kids alone.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing quite a bit of that, too. They, they don't like a lot of the super woke stuff and crazy stuff. But at the same time, it's like a it's like, like a block still. They they don't they don't like the, the woke stuff, but they are not quite on board with the conservative stuff all the way. So it's kind of like they're stuck in the middle.
12: Pretty much. So basically, like I said, moderate Democrats, not the lefty progressive types, right? Right. Oh, uh, and another thing I wanted to add on is, uh, when I was when I was out at the hosp out at the hospital, sorry, when I was out at the hospital, right? They, I was stuck. You know, here's how terribly they handled COVID. They handle COVID so badly, right? because they put me in a room with a COVID patient, somebody who they knew had coronavirus. So wow. I wound up getting COVID, so I had to stay in the hospital for an additional 10 days. Oh, wow. And I was like, and my thing is, you know, I would thought common sense would say move, isolate the COVID patient, but no, they didn't do that. They just left the COVID patient around everybody else, knowing that he had COVID, and it just infected everybody else. So we all had to be uh, stranded in the hospital.
0: For how long? Yeah, I,
12: sometimes I'll, huh? For how long? Oh, we were stuck in there for like almost a month. Oh, wow. At least, I would say at least 29 days.
0: That's a long time.
12: Added on to that. Right. Yep. So I got out October 7th and I went inside the hospital August 1st. So, oh my God, I'm. it feels good not to be in the hospital. I'll tell you that.
0: I hear you for sure
12: move around from hospital to hospital to hospital because they handled it terribly. I don't... It's, it's it's all, to me, it's all just lack of common sense. And it's just becoming a real joke. I don't want to take up too much of your time. But thanks for taking my call, ABL.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. No problem. All righty. Shout out to the call. Yeah, stuck in there for a month. That's crazy. I can't... I ain't gonna be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. All right. We got quite a few calls on the line. Y'all please hang tight for me. Let's go to 206 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, uh, this is Steve. How's it going, AVL? Everything's all right. How about yourself?
14: Oh, so far so good. I came in about halfway into your show. Uh, missed a lot of good stuff. It looks like But uh, it was, it was at the point where that, uh, firefighter got shot. And that was, a uh, you were right on point saying, you know, state to state, the rules are different. You know what I mean? Depending on where you're at, you might decide if you're right or if you're wrong in that case. But um, I, I watch a lot of YouTube lawyers. Actually, it's kind of my main thing to do on YouTube. And uh, it made me think of this one guy He runs a, a channel called Law of Self-Defense. And uh, man, if anybody carries a gun, it uh, it's a must must-see channel because the guy has a lot of good information that you would not know you know there's times when you think you might have the right to shoot somebody but you know if your life ain't in danger or somebody you know or love is you know in danger it it's pretty iffy in a lot of cases but like i said uh it, it's a good channel and i recommend it for anybody that uh that's pro second amendment <laughs>
0: right on
14: but uh yeah, I also wanted to shout out that last caller that was right before me because he said something that was that was really true to point about the uh, older Democrats. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that are kept under kind of kept under the wire, so they don't even know, you know, what Democrats are supporting, you know, and the kind of policies and the and, and and things that people are doing. That that's why I, like libs and TikTok you know, when, when all they're doing is just playing videos of people doing what they're doing, you know, they're just being out front and public about it. Then when somebody goes and shows it to everybody else, they, they get out their feathers all <laughs> ruffled up, you know, and, you know, like my mom, she's heard, of she's a, she's a Democrat. She's heard of, uh, lives of TikTok. She just thinks that it's some, you know, punk person just being mean to people. I was like, they haven't. Libs of TikTok never said anything themselves. All they do is play other people's videos, and uh, you know, just shows you who they really are. And it's like, and these, are, and they're, they're the people you're supporting. You don't even know it, but it's um, <laughs> it's just pretty good. Anyway, I just wanted to point out that that last caller just hit hit the nail on the head right there with that one, and uh, I second that motion.
0: Right on, absolutely.
14: Anyway, uh, that's about all I had to say. I just wanted to let people know, like I said, your listeners. I know you got a lot of, a lot of pro two way people here, so you know, check out Law of Self Defense on YouTube. That guy's got a lot of information. He gives a free book if you're if you're so interested, and uh, uh, it's it's stuff that everyone should know. I got it, and like I said, a lot of that stuff blew my mind. And and if you're going to carry, you, you really need to know to protect yourself.
0: Absolutely, man. Thank legally. you. For you. Thank you for your call. <laughs> I appreciate you. Hey, thank you. Have a good night. Same to you. Bye. Yeah, it's good, it's good to know what the laws are to understand what you can and can't do because you don't want to be out there just doing things and you're not realizing just, be, just based on your ignorance that you can't do a certain thing. It, it may make sense to you in your mind, but legally you're not, you don't have that ability to do it. All right, Tariq, what's happening?
9: Hey, man, what's up, man? Um, Have you seen those protesters confront AOC about uh, Ukraine?
0: Yeah, I have seen that.
9: Hey, I'm so, bro, I am so glad I saw that because it's about time uh, someone approaches the squad in their fake uh, progressive, their fake um, anti-war movement. Because all they are is, you know, just like how Obama put a black face on corruption. That's that's the same thing that the squatters. They're just um, fake woke. Um, I care about the the world people who puts a who puts just a like a feminist face on on corruption. And really, when you when you when you look at their record, all they do is continue, you know, the foreign policy U.S. imperialism. And I'm so glad they called ALC about her not saying anything about funding, you know, these you know hundreds millions of dollars going to Ukraine. While Americans are starving, and I wish there was a black person up there, you know, a black liberal, because really, you know, like I said, black black liberals always talk about reparations, but I wish they would have called her out on that as well, you know, because it's just it's just crazy how American economy can be sinking. We can have all this debt, we have all these medical problems, we have all these inf- infrastructure problems, but we but we can find hundreds of millions, almost billions of dollars to come and fund Ukraine. Like, if if that's not a big slap to America, I don't know what is. And really, you know, all people have to do is look at uh, that Victoria Newland. I believe she was like Obama's assistant. uh, I think it was like assistant of state or something like that, speaking to the ambassador, United States ambassador to Ukraine, where, where they was literally discussing who should be the head of Ukraine? And, she, and you know, the ambassador was like, well, what do you think about the EU? And she was like, F the EU. Mm-hmm. Everyone Googled it. Her name is Victoria Nuland. They chose that Ukrainian leader to, to, to head that coup. Just look at that um, re- recording and then listen to the person who they wanted to install. And that's, that's the person. But I'm just saying that just so people can understand the backstory, this U- Ukrainian issue... And Indian hostilities with Russia was brewing long before Trump got in. And, you know, the other thing I want to talk about is just Kanye, man. I'm not going to talk about, you know, his comments towards Jews. I'm just going to talk about um, the black community, uh, the, the black media class attacking him, um, because it does shows that it's just it's just weird to me how they're wanting him to apologize about that. But. When black rappers rap about having sex with other black men's wives, killing other black men and selling drugs to the black community, you don't see none of these clowns coming out saying, oh, oh, we're so offended, apologize. They don't, they don't say, in fact, they promote it, they dance to it, they fund it, and they elevate these, these people up to our political heroes. You know, and it's crazy how other groups. I remember one of the rappers said something about the Asians. Uh, he just made like a, a small rap line about the Asians. Forget that rapper's name. And, and and he was made to edit that out of out of his lyrics. So it's funny how the black community will sit there. YG. Huh? YG. Yeah, 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 yeah YG. So 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 it's funny how the black community. We will sit there, specifically black liberals. We will sit there and tell white people um, to you know, respect us, love us. But then we sit there and we say the most disastrous things about ourselves, and we, and we don't even check ourselves. It, it's, almost as, it, it's similar to how if Black kids and Black people are murdering each other in Chicago or heavily Democrat-controlled Black eras, it's silence. You know what I'm saying? We say nothing. But you let that one white man say something. Now we want to care. So it, 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 it's like we care how we care how other groups view us, but we don't care about ourselves, man. And, you know, Kanye West is showing that it's just it's just crazy. Um, and I, I really hope if anything, what Kanye is doing is, is that's waking up black people to the hypocrisy of our so-called black media outlets and black leaders, how they ignore the serious issues going on with the black community and focus on things that has nothing to do with us, And that's all I want to say, man.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. Very good call. Shout out to Tariq for the call. That's right on point. I remember that whole thing with why did you meet the flockers? Cause he was talking about, um, home invasions on Asian people. They, they made him edit that line out, you know, but you can, you can home invade a black person in a rap song and it's totally fine. It's weird how that works. But anyway, 918, you're not to learn who I'm speaking to. <laughs>
6: 918,
0: hello. Hey, what's
15: up, baby? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, it's JB Scotchman from Oklahoma. How you doing, baby?
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
15: All right, good. Hey, man, great show as always. Man, a lot, of, a lot of good topics tonight. And I know there is so much I want to talk about, but I can't do it all. So I'm going to keep it down to a couple. First of all, man, I'll tell you what, my man. I wish I could call in with some positive news. You know, I mean, it, I mean, ever since potato head Joe Biden took office, I mean, there's just, there's just no good news for this country, and it's it, it's frustrating. Yeah, I wish there was, but there's not. Right? But um, yeah. Well, I do have an announcement to make. Okay. Okay. I'm, you know, you know me. I'm a forty, I'm a forty-two-year-old male, straight white male, and I'm going back to college actually. And And after a while, it took me to figure out what to major in, and I'm gonna major in. Underwater lesbian <laughs> basket weaving. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, let me let me tell you, When you said that earlier in the video earlier, that cracked me up. <laughs> I I am still laughing about it. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and the last thing um did you see eric swalwell's ad for california
0: no i haven't seen that
15: okay all uh, right you gotta look it up buddy you really gotta look it up i mean it's it's even worse than gavin Newsom's ad in florida uh, yeah, this is an Eric Swalwell ad about people. Um, oh my God, you just you just gotta look it up, dude. Uh, it, it's bad. It is. It is so cringe. It's not even funny. Well, it is funny, but it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I- All right, man. Well, I will leave it there. My man and uh love you dude, love everyone in the chat. And I'll just keep watching the show.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you.
15: All right, love you dude.
0: So I found the video. I'm I'm gonna do a reaction to that. I might I'm gonna save that one. Because I think I think Brennan Tatum, I think he did one. I didn't I didn't watch his video because I don't watch conservative content because they have so many good points, so many good videos that I don't want their content to leak into my thought process. I want to be able to do my video. I'll read up on it, figure out what's going on, one take, do it, put it out, give you my raw reaction and not really scripted at all. So yeah, I don't want to have anybody's thought process get into my mind. In line speaking to 857.
16: Hey, what's up, Anthony, man? What's happening? Long time, man. It was good.
0: It's all good, man. Can't complain.
16: You, you letting your, you letting your beard grow. I see you letting your beard grow.
0: That's
16: right. All right, all right. So what's wrong with that guy that called, man? Why you guys always call, complain about government either way? What is the problem?
0: What, what happened?
16: The Why? That people most like most people that call your show complain against the government either way.
11: Well, I don't either know. Way
16: they complain. Well, the guy said that we're giving all the money to Ukraine and at the same time we got people starving in America, people homeless. That is true. I'm not saying it's not true. But when the government decided to provide uh, assistance, food assistance, decided to provide housing, decided to provide XYZ, you guys calling communists and socialists. So we don't do it. Then you guys complain. So which one is
0: it? Now, see, here's the thing. We don't Mm -hmm. want all the reckless spending either way. We don't want to reckless spending either way. You most certainly shouldn't spend a bunch of money in Ukraine, at all. You shouldn't be doing that, especially with people that are here that are homeless and need the money, you know. But you shouldn't be doing reckless spending either way. My thing would be let's cut down on all the crazy spending, all the just giving out random money to all these people, all over the world and here, and focus our energy on where it needs to be. So he's talking about homeless veterans, things like that. That's a more that, that's that's a more noble cause, and it makes more sense than to spend money on fruitless endeavors.
16: Yeah, but when the government does it, you guys complain, though. You guys don't complain. No, you missed, you, you, all missed, all you,
0: missed, you missed my entire point. You missed the entire point, but that's fine. Go ahead to your next thing.
16: So that's, that's what I'm
0: saying. So the next thing,
16: the, do you watch the documentary from Candice Owens?
0: No, I've not seen it yet.
16: Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. So, well, I mean, it was, wasn't that great. It was very emotional. A lot, of, a lot of good, I mean, she's a good marketer. I give that to her. She knows how to speak in front of the camera. She's a great marketer. She knows how to use emotional uh, tactics to get the, the people all excited and all worked out. And she's, she, she, I mean, the, 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 the thing was
0: horrible. It was bad. Wait 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 wait. Hold sad. on hold on. Wait did did she lie at all? Were, were there any falsehoods in the documentary? Well, no, I mean,
16: she she, don't meet a, she omit a a lot of information. But sir, sir one, excuse me
0: excuse me excuse me. Were there any lies in the documentary? Did she lie?
16: No, there was no lies. Oh, okay. But it was it was it was, right. was thing that was not. For example, she used the uh, the uh, the misappropriation of the fund from Black Lives Matters, and then she linked it with the destruction of the neighborhood in in Minnesota. And then she used the movement as uh, the destruction from the movement. I mean, it, was just, it was just a mess. It was just terrible. So BLM, terrible. So
0: BLM and BLM-type groups didn't come to Minneapolis and tear things up? It didn't do that? Well, I
16: mean, you can't say that they went and tear things up because wasn't all of them doing it. it there were just people. Also, There were people doing mm-hmm. it that they wanted anything to do with the, with the, with the movement. So, you so, can't just blame people that they do certain things and blame everybody else, you know?
0: So, if they're out there with BLM flags and BLM shirts and they're riots and they, they're not, it's not BLM that's doing it at all?
16: I mean, you can't tell that for sure it is BLM. You cannot say that for sure. They so might be, they might not be.
0: How how do you know who's BLM and who's not if you can't tell?
16: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You don't know, but you, you, you can't accuse people. Most of the people were protesting peacefully. We know that. And then they have some people that infiltrate and this because destruction, We know that. So why are you blaming uh, the people that took the uh, Patricia that apparently took the uh, uh, appropriated funds, misappropriated funds from the organization and blame them on the movement? The movement and the organization have nothing to do. I already explained to that. And then she was started talking about Joe Floyd. Like, what Joe Floyd has to do with people meet, uh, taking funds, taking misappropriation funds from the organization? Because the whole what thing, that, because the
0: the whole thing about George Floyd, that's how they raise so much money. They raise it on his back, and that yeah, was but a Joe whole. Floyd has nothing to do. Yes, he does have something to do with it because. Listen, excuse me, excuse you me, know, sir, excuse me. The whole thing about George Floyd is that. His death is the reason why they raised so much money in 2020. Like BLM and BLM-type organizations raised $10 billion after George Floyd died, just in that one year alone, like, a, like in the six to eight-month period. So, yes, he is involved with it, although he probably shouldn't be, but he is because that's how they raised so much money.
16: The reason that she makes him, because it's emotional. First of all, George Floyd has nothing to do. It's like saying, it's like blending Martin Luther King. For the destruction of the riots in nineteen sixty-eight, King had nothing to do with that. He's yes, dead. he,
0: yes, he, he did. Yes, he did. Because no, they, they, because look, do. the reason. Okay, why why were they rioting?
16: Because the civil rights movement and also no, no, no. Making,
0: why why did they riot in sixty-eight? Why did they riot? Because
16: there's people who make excuses for riot. Like you're
0: not, you're not, you're not being honest. They rioted because he died, because he because he got killed. That's why they rioted. That's the reason don't, don't 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 is don't be default? dishonest. don't be dishonest. you can't say "Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, can't, excuse, it, it excuse me, sir excuse me rioters? excuse me excuse me don't say they have anything to do with it when the reason why they did it is because of him. If not for the fact that George Floyd died, it wouldn't have been all these riots. if not for the fact that Martin Luther King got killed. It wouldn't have been so many riots. That's that's the truth. But it is his fault that there was the rioter? It's not even about whose fault it is. It's about this oh, is the reason okay, why it happened. No, 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 no. No, you can't say that. It's not about anybody's fault. You can't so say, no, 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 th- because you're not listening. You, you, you hear what you want to hear. The reason why the riots happened is because of George Floyd. That's a fact. It doesn't matter if it's his fault. Doesn't matter. The fact is that he's like the reason why is because he died. Same thing with MLK. It's because he died. That's why.
16: So, the, so the, why, why is she blaming your Floyd, pa- like your Floyd past? He it was, it was all emotional. Because
0: the whole thing about his past, because you got to understand that to understand who you ride to over. That's the whole thing. Like you, you got to understand who this person is, who this person was. You got to understand the whole thing to really just understand how you've been fooled into this whole situation <laughs> people think that their rights are not there for this righteous purpose this angel of a person they don't understand the whole situation you got to understand the full situation to really get down to the core of it
16: the people rioting is because the way the, the police officer abused him that's what uh, people
0: rioting okay so so you see so you so you're saying i'm correct then that it was it was because of him
16: well but you just said why it you just said it.
0: So so we, so yeah, we agree they, so so she, excuse why she me sir excuse me sir him?
16: Why she me you, him? Yeah, you're
0: asking the same question over and over again I already answered well, fine. Fine. Sir, but sir, but sir excuse me blame the people sir excuse that me writer. sir sir your you you're <laughs> asking the same thing over and over again, get to your next point
16: so okay so, and then the other thing the other thing is that she didn't tell you that there's three black Lives matter organizations, so that i i I want to call you off she didn't she did it. Horrible job when it comes to the, the documentary. It was very, very marketable, efficient when it comes to the marketing, and very emotional. And that's what drives a lot of people to watch the show. And then on the other hand, she's talking about oh, Patricia Bold, all these homes that apparently is true with the people that the money was donated to the organization. But the, the whole thing was horrible. There was no start, how, how the thing started. There was no, no information started, no middle ground. She didn't talk about the three organizations. It was terrible. All right, man, I gotta go.
0: All right, thank you for the call.
16: All
0: right. That's probably the first time I've not hung up on Ivan. He actually just left and then I have to hang up on him. So he's he's improving a little bit. Let's go to 781 on the line. Who am I speaking to?
11: Hey, ABL, how you, how you doing, buddy? This is uh, Kenny from uh, Melrose, Massachusetts.
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
11: it's pretty good dude uh I was just uh watching the uh, Trump rally earlier and um I wanted to get your thoughts on I heard Tom holman speak and I was just thinking uh, Tom Holman would be a, a, a great candidate for uh vice president and was trying to get your thoughts on that
0: I don't know a lot about him so I really don't have an opinion on him I so i, I you know I, I have to see him speak and make a decision there but I don't know a lot about him
11: yeah, well, uh, he, he he's a former rights director. I I mean, he, he talks a lot of good game on uh, you know. Fox yeah,
0: and- I, I I see him on Fox occasionally, but all, all the time I see him speak is when it's about immigration and you know the the border crisis. But I don't know much else.
11: Yeah, well, I I, I feel like that that'll be a you know a, a good thing to be, have on the vice presidency. Somebody who can handle. Not only just that, but you know, the branches that come off of that, you can handle doing not only the border crisis, but handling uh, all the other stuff that goes along with that.
0: I mean that's 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 a that's a point to be made. So that's that's a possible running mate, I suppose.
11: Yeah, well, I just want to get your thoughts on that. I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller, and let's go to some more here. The number to call, 434 658 Again,
13: 434 658
12: 203, you don't mind who I'm speaking to. My brother
0: from another mother. Love you, bro. Show is awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. How
13: you been, man? Long time, no talk.
0: Hey, everything's been all right. How about yourself?
13: Uh, not bad, not bad. Glad to see uh, Ivan the Terrible came back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right? Yeah, yo, yes. I'm
13: saying like, yo, listen, so with Ivan, man, what's the deal? Is he a part of your show? Sometimes I feel like he is.
0: No. I'm like, it be Grifton <laughs> you, you said what now? Is he grifton with you? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> he just, you just call into the show like everybody else.
13: Nice, nice, nice. So, yo, keep this, man. Yo, you know, with that whole firefighter thing, man, I was watching the comments. Somebody made a really good point in the comment section. He was like, or in the chat section, he was like, um, how the heck was he able to get back into the car and get the gun and yet the girlfriend didn't know what was going on?
0: Well, she knows that he got the gun, but she didn't know why he got the gun. She didn't know what was going on in the store. See, she's in the right. car, she's, she, she's in the car sitting with the kids, so she's not looking, She's not in the store with him when the fight's going on. He comes out, rushes to the car, get the gun. Happens very fast. All of a sudden, they're on the ground fighting. That's all she sees. She does not know all the backstory.
13: Oh, okay, okay, that's okay. That makes sense, that makes sense. Yo, so, but, but check this out. I, I think for sure, we, man, Kanye's getting whooped, bro, that's wrong. That's wrong, cause cause look if, if you, know, did, you ever watch Steven Crowder?
0: Um, yes. He
13: he he did a uh, he did a segment where um, and I, I practice uh um well I used to back in the day do uh, some Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and I don't know if you know about his backstory but he had some issues with his wrist cage and stuff where it was putting a lot of pressure on his heart and he actually had his homeboys. Pin him to the ground, similar to George Floyd, but they actually put, like, their knee on his neck, bro, and held him there for the same amount of uh, time period, and he survived. So I kind of agree with Kanye. I don't think it was that, bro. I, I think it was uh, – because he even, he even said in the, one of the uh, body cam videos, you can see that he was like, I can't breathe. Oh, man. I took too much drugs, <laughs> right? You know, so I I don't know, man. That's crazy. But look, there there's some the dude from Connecticut, the first guy that called, because I'm from CT too, and I'm honestly grateful that I, I wasn't aware that they're about to be, um, I guess, instituting that all the kids going back to school, or, or you know, that are ready in school, probably around winter time. Are going to be having to possibly get immunized with this, um, you know, this thought And I was like, you know, I've always been studying about that, and I found out that the uh, some of these test kits that they give, which I think is a grip, it's just a money laundering, to be honest, for the school. You know, they get back pay from that. Um, they have what's called sodium. Eyes, you might want to look at it for any of the parents, you know, that are watching right now. And it's considered poisonous to like animals, humans. And I found it weird because I had to give my son a test. Like, if even if he has a cold or a cough, um, like I got to like explain it and then give him a test, right? And they sent us home with like four packages, and within each box is like two test kits and all of a sudden they, were, they wrote they literally hand wrote on the box extended expiration date i was like oh hell no <laughs> sorry my pardon my french <laughs>
0: right on
13: yeah yeah man so i don't know i just wanted to put a uh, you know public service announcement there If uh, you got some kids and you're going to school, the last time around, he had um, uh, a little sniffles or whatever, and they were trying to be like, oh, he needs another test. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. And, you know, of course, they were like, oh, okay, okay, no problem. As long as he doesn't have a fever and whatnot. But anyways, um, I really appreciate your work, man. You're really awesome. You're doing the Lord's work, and you're always a blessing to me and my family, to many other people across this nation, man, and, and we just really love you and appreciate you, and we're praying for you, and everybody needs to pray for one another and pray for the country that it uh, turns out to the good. For the greater good, what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around, bro.
0: Well, wow, man, thank you for your call. I appreciate
13: you. All right, brother. Keep up the good work. All
0: right, thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to some more here. Let's go to The line
4: Hi, ABL. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay. So this is Mom Bear and uh, I just had teeth ex- extracted, so I have a list.
0: <laughs> I got you.
4: Um I wanted to just uh okay, I actually I'm just going to talk about the student loan thing. I'm going to read my post that probably got uh, shadow banned. Are you there? I'm here. here. It says, oh, also, I just want to say that uh, my son is 10 years old, and uh, for a long part of his life, I told him that I had eyes in the back of my head, (laughs) and that moms grow eyes in the back of their heads. And uh, recently, he busted me on that. I couldn't, uh, I didn't know the number he was holding behind my head. Ah. He said, you weren't telling me the truth. And then he said, I always wanted to be, I wanted to be a uh, girl so I could have eyes in the back of my head. And uh so I told him okay, I don't actually have eyes in the back of my head but it but moms do actually you got me now. have an intuition you- about their children. And I and we do. <clears throat> anyway, so that's the side story about trans crap is my son wanted to be a girl so he could have eyes in the back of his head because moms grow eyes in the back of their head. Mm. But um, and he doesn't want to be a girl. He actually wants to be a dad. Right. Um, so as far as the student loan thing, so I'm just going to, I'm going to read this and I'm going to read it quick as a Gen Xer, I co-opt and worked at Subway and bookstores and other side jobs in undergrad and paid rent and came out debt free. Then after GW, made the deals for unsecured student loans, I went to law school. And then I got all sorts of debt. And since then, tuition has inflated ridiculously. As someone who experienced one form of college education, undergrad, where debt was not an option, and then went to a revised form of college education, law school, post GW deal, where debt was encouraged, the racket is obvious to me. I haven't practiced law in 16 years, and I could have my job today, which I do appreciate and enjoy, without a law degree. I've been with my company for over 13 years. My debt was over $60,000 to be paid over 30 years. Over 60 k because I probably had an additional $10,000 of private loans for the bar exam and study abroad in Russia but they were still education loans. Here's what I did. This is my advice. As I said, I've worked for my company for over 13 years. Started there about five years after law school and after loan repayment. I built up my 401K. Once I had enough money in my 401K, I took a loan from my, my 401K to pay off the private school loans, the bar loan and the study abroad. So I got a lump amount from my own 401k, no tax penalty, there is no tax penalty, paid the loan, and then paid myself back into my 401k, including the interest. When I finished that, I did the same with my larger student loan debt. Um, it was actually when Trump lost and before Biden came into office, which was so it was January 2020. I took a loan from my 401k for about $24,000 and paid off my student loan. I would have been paying that $24,000 off until 2034. This way, I'm paying off myself, meaning the weekly payments and interest go back into my 401k, and it will be paid off in 2024, 2024, 10 years earlier. Right. I know this isn't an option for everyone, but it could be an option for some. And uh, it was a no-brainer for me, and it really liberated me. Um, So I just wanted to share that with people who may have that possibility, um, where if if they're working in a job and they have a 401K, if there's a possibility to take a loan against your own 401K and pay yourself back, um, I just, just want to put that out there.
0: Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
4: Okay. Have a great night. Same to you now. Same to you now. All right. Bye.
0: All right. A shout out to the caller. And let's get to some more. There are quite a few calls on the line, so y'all just hang tight. I'll get to y'all as soon as possible. Calling line speaker 2407.
16: I'm going to turn the stream
17: off.
10: to
17: this game that's $24,000? There we go. There you Wait, still going on. Amen. I had technical mistakes. i going to turn it off. All
14: right.
17: Yeah, I just wanted to call in and talk to everybody about the job market and its economy right now because I took a job starting at 1850, and with a promise that I would get a raise in two months. At that two-month mark, they said, we'll talk about that at your 90-day. I quit immediately because of the fact that I know my worth as a worker and how much I can make. And my resume is always open on Indeed and ZipRecruiter. So i say probably a week or two after I did that, job offer 25 doing the exact same thing. So I just want to tell everybody, do not settle for an employer that does not value you and your work.
0: Right on. Absolutely. That's, that's great advice. Yeah,
17: I just want to say that just in case somebody's at a job and they're spinning the wheels, do not spin your wheels. You need to be taking off and moving up. The older you get, the more money you should be making. And I'm in my 20s, and by the time I'm in my 30s, I'm probably going to be making double this. That's the goal.
0: Perfect. Right on.
17: All right. And with that, I'll let everybody else get on the line. After I say I appreciate you for having, i say, one of the most unbiased stances on everything. And on top of that, it's palatable for literally everyone. So
0: everybody have a good night. Take it easy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I will quit right away, too, because... Okay, you gave me your promise at the beginning. Okay, at a two month mark, you're gonna get a raise. All right. So I'm committing two months of my life to you, two months of that could be I could be somewhere else building a rapport with them. Two months of my life to you. And I say, hey, okay, time for the raise. Where's it? Oh no, 90 days. Nah, never mind. See, you're already playing games. And if you let them just do that to you, see you, you're gonna that that's that's gonna it's gonna set the tone for the rest of your employment with them. So nah. I'm not gonna do that because that's 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 called uneth that's that's unethical what they just did what they did right there. Five zero three on the line my speaker too.
13: Hey, hey y'all, this is Nikki from Portland. How
2: are you?
0: I'm well, how about yourself?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Hey, I just wanted to um say to everyone, well, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Mercedes. I drive a Mercedes. got Mercedes. Gotta say that. But um, I'm in Oregon, and I'm so excited about the race here. I think that our state is going to go red. And, um, you know, I, I think I saw something in the chat that said um, when, when times get hard, um, sometimes people get soft, but then um, eventually the hard times make hard men. And I think that that's what's happening in Oregon, that we're beginning to see that this woke ideology is just not working and people are beginning to wake up. I'm on a lot of, um, like, the Nextdoor app, and I'm I'm talking to my neighbors I'm talking to other people, and they're just beginning to kind of wake up. I mean, we've had it here. We've had riots. We've had fires. We've had homelessness. Um, They're beginning to kind of come come out of it, and I think reality is shaking up our state. So I'm so excited for the the midterms, and um, I know it's not much talked about but I'm I just I just wanted to share that and I'm so grateful for this forum. So that's all I have. That's
0: it. I well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good evening.
0: thank you. All right. Great call. Let's go to seven seven three, you don't learn how much speaker to. Hey, Anthony. This is Andy from Milwaukee. All righty, what's happening?
18: Hey, uh, great show tonight so far. Um, just wanted to bring up a few things real quick. Um, so I'm not sure. Did you do a video on China yet? Like what happened at that Congress with the current president, Xi Jinping and the former president, Hu Jintao?
0: I've not done that yet, but I have that saved for a topic. So I do have the video. I saw what happened. It was crazy.
18: <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So, um, So I got a little experience. I lived in China for about five or six years and I do speak Chinese and um, I work with Chinese people. So I do have like, you know, um, try to keep up with the news there. And um, so, yeah, my experience like with the culture and everything, I just want to make a few comments on that real quick. So. Hu Jintao, the, um, the former president, who was the president during the Olympics, we all saw that ceremony, I think. Um, so yeah, he was just kind of like open. I lived there during that time when he was the president. It was pretty cool there. Um, then I moved back to Milwaukee area. But um, so the current president, Xi Jinping, you know, he took a tougher stance. He tried to change. Everything up a little bit to be, you know, tighten it up a little bit is what he said. Like, um, just for the folks out there listening that don't know. Um, so, what he did was he started cracking down on the government there, supposedly. But anyway, there's like these different factions there. And so, Hu um, Jintao was more like aligned with the guy before him who was Jiang Zemin. And anyway, What happened recently, the last day or two, was um, that this big Congress with all the Communist Party people there, the, you know, the who's who, and, you know, all the big powerful people, and um, they, all of a sudden, they get this bodyguard from the current president to lift Hu Jintao, the former president. So that's like if Let's say Obama had a you know a big meeting in, in government, and like Bush was there or somebody, and a bodyguard just lifts him up, pulls him on the arm, and drags him out of the room. Like it was surreal for like Chinese politics. Um, so and then they're still doing all the lo- lockdowns over there. So I want to ask you, like, what do you think is going on over there? Like it's definitely. A mystery, but like, what do you think is maybe going on in China?
0: Well, I think what's happening is that um, Xi Jinping wants to be Mao Zedong. So, if you want to do that, you need to get rid of any kind of political opposition, or somebody that could be seen as political opposition, even if just for optics. That's kind of what's happening in yeah. my opinion.
6: Yeah,
18: yeah, yeah. I think you're one hundred percent right, and the significance in Chinese culture is like they got the whole culture of losing face. So they do everything kind of on the down low. They speak in a more roundabout way. And if there's anybody who speaks Chinese in the audience, (laughs) I'm just giving you some props to the Chinese audience there real quick. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, But anyway, so yeah, it's just weird because like, I love the Chinese people. My wife is Chinese. Um, A lot of good Chinese people out there. Like, you meet 100 Chinese people, 98 are amazing, great people. And then one or two will kind of cheat you a little bit along the way. But hey, it's like any big city here, right? Right. Um, But, you know, I just want to say, like, there's something going on there. The way that they're doing these lockdowns, I don't know if they're preparing for war, they're preparing for financial collapse. Who knows? But it's a little weird. Um, So I just want to put that out there. And then real quick at the end, um, midterms, do you have any surprises, predictions going on? We're seeing a lot of movement here. Um, What's your predictions? Or do you think we'll see any surprises during the midterms?
0: Uh, No surprises. I think that it's going to be definitely a red wave. I think we've seen this coming for a long time because of what's happening right now with the economy. Um, I think Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is kind of a toss-up right now. At one point, I thought it might be I mean, Fetterman. He might be the guy that
9: wins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now it's kind of a toss-up because people are starting to see him, and they're like, this guy is not there mentally because of the stroke. He's, he's not able to really speak properly. So that's kind of a toss-up. And uh, Rafael Warnock was in the lead in Georgia. But now ever since the debate, he has taken the tumble. So I think that could be a flip right there. You can get Herschel Walker in there. But aside from that, I don't think it's going to be any kind of real surprises. I think that it's going to be a lot more people that are on the right winning now, especially since there were so many retirements and uh, people just not really wanting to run. They're on the left because they saw the red wave coming.
18: Yeah, 100%. And I agree. um, But I'm now I'm starting to hear like strategy, you know, politicians strategize. So I'm starting to hear like, well, Democrats see the writing on the wall, they're going to let the Republicans win. And then like two months in after Republicans get sworn in, then after Biden has made it so bad, of course, then they finally declare like we got this big recession emergency, and then they're going to blame it on their opposition. So uh, just a heads up to everybody out there. Like that's some people are saying that might be the plan. Last thing too, I just want to say, um, uncle Tom, number one, that first movie was amazing documentary. Sorry. And you can find it free on YouTube. I believe free still. Um, and then I was about to watch uncle Tom two tonight. And then I saw you going live. So I decided to watch your live first. Um, but I can't wait to see that. So uh, again, thank you. I've been watching you since you're about a thousand subscribers. Wow. Uh, subscribers. And, uh, yeah, I still feel like that was late, but you should have been at like 2 million a long time ago, but I know somebody's got their finger on the button holding you back, but you're going to get there soon to that 1 million. So congratulations and love everything you do.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you.
18: All right. Thank you.
0: That was a great call. Shout out to him. Fantastic call. Absolutely. Since 1,000 subs, that's a long time. I remember those days. I remember those days on Facebook trying to get people to watch my channel. um, Going from like 100 subs to 250 subs to 500 and whatnot. I remember one person you got, you might be watching. Shout out to you if you're watching. One person I was trying to get to watch my channel. And they, I'm using non-gendered terms because I don't want to give nobody away. I don't want to put nobody out there. But this person was like, okay, I'll watch me. Once you get to 500, I'll sub to you. Yeah, I remember once, once you get to 500 subs, I'll sub to you. And of course, I met that mark and a few more marks. So we we'll get to a million pretty soon. So, yeah, shout out to that caller right there. Great call. Okay, let me get to 773. You don't
3: line who I
0: speak to. Hey, I'm using ABL. It's your uh,
10: retired Chicago police officer friend. I'm glad I got in this week. Uh, I know you're about to end, so I'm going to keep it brief. You know, most people in this country, you know, for for me personally, I don't want to pay income tax either, but what, you know, but if you have to pay income tax, I don't want my income tax squandered and that's what they do. They steal it and squander it. And that's why, you know, with the loan debt, with those New York city shelters and everything else, it, even what Ivan was saying, the, the, the dichotomy that, you know, Republicans might seem to have in their arguments. Well, we want practicality. That's really what we want. In some ways, in most ways, we might be conservative. In other ways, we, we might be a little more liberal because, you know, Republicans, they donate to things and everything else. And you want to help people. But you don't want that the scam artist thing where they're stealing your money and squandering it and doing what they want with it. Sending billions and trillions of dollars overseas, helping other people than helping your own, the people in your own country. And that's what people see with that New York City shelter. Oh, all the immigrants, come on in. We'll take care of you. Live here. You know how many people I, see on the, I used to see on the streets living in a cardboard box? You know, oh, and it was better than some of the shelters that you would see. Some of these shelters, you know, it's cold here in Chicago. Some of them are just trying to help people get off the streets. But these guys rather f- figure out a way to stay warm in a cardboard box under under a viaduct. So, you know, you see that kind of dichotomy happening where all these trillions of dollars are going, and it never goes to the people that need it. It never goes to the people that need it. It always goes in the pockets of the people that control that country, just like it goes into the pockets of the people that control our country. And that's all we're asking for, is a little practicality in government. Have a little common sense. And that's what Trump brought as I told you before, people didn't like him because he's has a brash New York personality. But let's look at the results. Let's look at the results of somebody that will fight to say, no, you're, we're not giving you all kinds of, of money to give you the privilege of selling your goods here in America. You know, he wanted to do certain things that kept the economy, people working, kept the inflation low, kept interest rates low, and things were happening. But you know, with Biden, they have these policies that, you know, suddenly everything goes out of control. Crime goes up and you know, food goes up in price and gas goes up in price, and the stability across the across the world. Is you know we're we're closer to you know a nuclear annihilation than we ever were in the Cold War, you know the, this is what we have to get control of again is common sense. The whole reason with that you know with that woman that shot that uh, the, um, the the off duty fireman, I saw that video. You know you don't want to encourage people when when you know two people are fighting and. You're going to kill somebody on behalf of someone else. If it's just a, a fist fight, then it's not, you know, and it's not, uh, you know, a threat of your death. But in the video, it shows him handing off the gun to her. She's standing there, and this guy is kind of choking him. And if you look at that from the standpoint of a state's attorney, well, that's not a winnable case. We might win. We might lose. She, she has a, you know, a solid plateau to, to base her argument on, and she'll get off and we'll lose that case. So no, this is self-defense on behalf of her boyfriend, and we're not going to prosecute. That's the way the courts work. They're like a baseball team. They look at the win and loss. If, this is, if I think I'm going to lose this, I don't want to take the case. Because it's, it's, you know, I don't want to be that state attorney that you know, has a bad record of you know wins to losses you want to be able to say I have a 90% conviction rate whether those were conviction rates were plea bargains or not so let's get some common sense in the courts in society around the world and with our with our politicians and hold them accountable what are you doing with, with our money you're making so much money off of you, off of the people through income tax okay I don't mind giving it But what are you doing with it? Let's have a little accountability. Anyway, that's my uh, two cents or or, a dollar a quarter there, uh, ABL. Love your show. Obviously, you're pretty much going to wrap it up. But uh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you.
10: All right. Talk to you later.
0: Fantastic call. Great way to wrap it up right there. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you couldn't get on tonight, I'm sorry. Don't blame me, blame the white man. You know it's not my fault, but I'll be back live again next week. So y'all just hang in there with me, and, and, we'll, and we'll keep rocking and rolling the next time. But thank y'all again for being here. You guys are fantastic. Um, I got super chats. So I got to read right quick. Then I it on up, put the bone top. Thank, thank you to the mods for being here, keeping everything nice and cool in the chat. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for super chatting, retweeting, sharing, liking, uh, subscribing, whatever you're doing. I appreciate you. And also, this is a podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, this is this will be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description box below. Or go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live, and I should pop right on up. It is 100% free over there as it is over here. We got Super Chats on deck. I'll read those right quick. Then I'll wrap it on up. Put the bowl clean on top. Thank you to Noah Garcia who says, Ivan's mad because he can't grow a beard like ABL <laughs> With all the hormone blockers he's taking. Hilarious. Shout out to you for that one. Thank you to Blast Radius who says, it's amazing how intellectually dishonest Ivan is, and this is why we cannot trust the work with the far left because they're always trying to spin certain narratives to make their side look good. Thank you to Miss Pew Pew Crew who says, Corn Pop, thank you. Thank you to Mick- Ricky Moreno who says, this caller is 100% right. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience. That'd be a wrap for me. It's been great. Love the show as always. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.